Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm Intercop for episode 69 for oh, yeah, Sunday, baby. the 23rd of January, 2022. In this week's show, we'll be discussing, is Nintendo finally fixing their shoddy Switch N64 emulation? We take a look at our next game of some other year nominee, Donkey Kong Country 2, finally. And Mike is back with a I'm special... Alive. Spicy retrospective. As always, if you want to support the show, jump on bigwigpod.com and check out all our links. Like, subscribe. That's how we get paid here. Mike, you're back. Hi. I am back. Welcome I'm alive. Back. Coming to you live while being alive. And we don't need money. We just need the adoration of yeah, we need our, the likes. Our, our listeners. We need the subs. And the likes. We need to have a sub goal. 500 subs on YouTube. That's the goal now. Okay, that's, that's a cool goal. I yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I we finally surpassed your old account. Accounts. You know, your, your oh, yeah. YouTube you guys, channel. No, no, no. It's pretty even, actually. It. No, <laughs> no, no it's, it's way more on this one. It's way more. <laughs> and Swinny? So, pretty good. Hello. Hello, hello. No hype this week, Swinny. What's going on? Well, all the hype. Uh, I'm still coming down from the hype of our midweeking gaming special <laughs> that you can check out. Episode 68.7. This is Xbox Land. That's so a good title. Go check that out. <laughs> yes, that was a good title. Great, like a good episode number that no one will get. And then also a pretty decent title, I thought. You know, yeah. you're, the crickets at your house are so loud, even through still, the window. Dude, I, I close my window. <laughs> I'll just Shut say, up. I do, like, for people who are listening live, crickets. they might be able to hear it, but I do some post-processing on the audio, so it might eliminate it, but I don't know, it is man. quite funny. They're it very, is quite funny. What's the very, score, Mike? You know why? Because it's, it's episode 69, so they're going a bit... They're alive. <laughs> Oh god! You know some, you look uh, actually super healthy. You look healthier than both stuff. of us. On the <laughs> I know. Yeah, so I feel. I, I'm thinking you faked this much, uh, injury. Yeah, I faked the whole intro. And la- last time I was talking to you, I, I don't know. I used a voice overlay to sound sick. Yeah, and, and I and I'll just say it feels like so long ago since Mike was on the show. Although <laughs> it's technically it's he's only missed one actual. Episode, well, I, missed, I missed two actually two, two no two, yeah right? two two, two. Well, yeah the camp no but i'm saying because the kenko one was kind of like yeah. an in between so like an official oh, like, oh, like an official episode, episode. episode. oh yeah, but, you're right it's only but one. in like oh. this in the scope of like podcast mm. time it's been it's five <laughs> and a half hours worth of podcast yeah, time podcast time i love that concept <laughs> it's like you know in game time in it's podcast, podcast time, time. Yeah, it does feel like it's, it's been a five while. and a half hours worth of content that we missed you mike so welcome back and i think Thank you. we have done a few interstitial episodes haven't we like some half episodes more frequently recently so and like we've mm. done the stack of podcasts. Six yeah. point. Huh? Yeah, sixty-seven, we did the... sixty-seven point five, sixty-eight, sixty-eight point seven, and now sixty-nine. It's kind we of did the uh, we did the Kemco tier list, which Mike, mm. I I know that you were actually kind of looking forward to, but at I the same time, at the same it. time, I think you probably dodged a bullet that you didn't have to sit here for two no, hours. Well, I didn't have to it. sit listening to it, but I still sat and listened to it after the fact. So. Yeah, the bullet no. just went around in a loop and hit me in the head again. We weren't we weren't going to do a show that week at all, and Intercot's like the day before. 
Do you reckon we could do the Ken for two list? And I, I, I realized we didn't tell Mike at all, so <laughs> he, he literally got the notification. Yeah, I got the notification. I felt like, what yeah. the hell is this? Yeah. Best that doing a podcast without me. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to do that thing that Wikipedia does where it has the band members. Oh, Have you ever yeah, seen it? Yeah, just... so, <laughs> it's like Swinney and myself, and then Mike comes, and then Swinney drops off in one, and just have the lineage. And then, like, ultimately, I want you guys to be able to run the show from your end so that oh, I boy. can miss an episode. That'd be, wow. that'd be this awesome. Guy, this guy's a dreamer right here. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, yeah. If, if you miss an episode, we'll just like record a Discord call or something. That's true. So there's no hype this week, yeah. Swinney. There's no corrections, nothing from our community. No question, or because mm. I I'd want to raise that I've got an anecdote. Uh-huh. So I was driving my kid around, well, my kids, but my eldest is four, and you know he has the soundtrack and all the stuff in the car and all these songs that he listens to. He's quite diverse and stuff. And then we're driving around. He goes, "I want to hear kids' song, right?" And I'm like, "Kids' songs, kids' songs, okay." Like, and I'm putting on Lion King and all these because he doesn't normally listen to that many kids' songs, right? And he's like, no, no, kid song, kid song. I'm like, what? Like, what do you want, man? Like, it, it kind of half lifes the songs that I put on. And then he's like, MGMT kid song. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> I, I was thinking the Robbie Williams, uh, Charlie Minogue kid song, uh, but MGMT, that seemed yeah. better. So. He's, and he only likes, I tried to get him to listen to a few different MGMT songs. He literally only so likes Electric one. Feel. And kids, that's the only two what songs. About, what They're about time tracks? What about time to pretend? That's a good one. Uh, I think that's got some explicit language. From it memory. does, but that's so, all yeah. I was actually yeah, saying. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to work in a retail shop, <laughs> and we could bring our own mixed CDs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, they we couldn't have you know ex- exploitative on it. You know, exploitative on mm. And I completely forgot that Time to Pretend by MG, MGT had <laughs> swear words in it. So I'm sitting there at the counter serving all these customers and just hearing it. And I'm like, oh, sh- nah. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's not the tone of the, the story. It's, it's We're not talking about some really explicit. It's no, not that no. bad. Yeah, no. but it's more obvious. Like, so every now and then there might be certain rap songs that he listens to that I know has explicit language, but. It's it's kind of hard for normal people to even pick up on the language because it's you know just the way it is. So yeah, you're right. It's like um, often it's hard to tell. Yeah, just in the way they sing, and that is like you can hear it clear as day in that song. Yeah, that's the problem. So when it's like that, I don't want him to be like listening to songs like that all the time and absorbing it because he actually does know a lot of the lyrics to just all these random songs now. So y- y- the thing that you'd laugh, Swinney, is that he's trying to do like a Swedish death metal singing kind of thing <laughs> with, with, um, with sugar so he just like goes <laughs> you should get him to try some uh, In Flames artifact of the Black Rain yeah I don't think he likes that so he, he likes more melodic stuff I think I think but he's got good taste like well, In Flames are a melodic death metal band so. no, no, no they're too fast though the BPM's way through the roof so in big week in music and metal. <laughs> yeah, and kids. I feel like I should just make some kids, just pop a few out, just so we can t- t- turn this into kids a, chat. a kids gaming Gamer chat dads. podcast. Gamer dads. I think there already I, is one. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. There's I like to hundreds of them. I know, I listen Probably to them. Of them actually, yeah. <laughs> I listen to them. They feel my Not pain. They feel my pain. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's do it. Uh, you've been playing not so much or so much. No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say all that much. No, I mean, 
No, not in the last... So, I played a bit, though. So I'll get into what I've actually been playing. Mm. But in my vegetable state that I was in for a few days, basically, <laughs> it was feeling like a vegetable. I like how people extremely like, hot what, as well. what was wrong with this guy? Shit. What was wrong with him? <laughs> I wouldn't oh, reveal it. I wouldn't yeah. reveal it. It's Let's totally just say obvious. he had to I go don't... to the hospital because there was something, you know, inside his body that he had to get removed. I it had was inserted to... and it was, uh, couldn't get removed. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Uh, episode yeah, 69. Much. Pretty much. Episode <laughs> he was, 69, he was, baby. He was reenacting that scene from Jackass 2, the movie. That's yeah, exactly. exactly what happened, yeah. <laughs> and I also got a penis reduction while I was there. So, <laughs> but, but, so in saying all of that, I have actually been playing uh, three... Well, four things. So, mm. uh, the first one, I finally got around to playing Disco Elysium properly. Now, I picked up... I already had it on, on PC for a little while now, but I decided to to grab it on Switch because it's come out on Switch. And, oh my God. Boy, oh boy. Uh, where do I begin? This This has been one of the most interesting gaming experiences I've had in, in a long, long time. It is such a unique game, and I knew I could probably really get into this game when I heard about it, when I saw reviews and everything else, but I didn't realize how much I would really enjoy this game. It is freaking superb, um, and it is truly one of, one of those games that I'm looking forward to playing it again, that, that kind of an experience. Have you beaten it? And, no, no, I haven't beaten it yet, mm. but I'm already looking forward to a, a bunch of places where I'm like, oh, I should have said this instead, or I should have done this. I think... I, I want, I, look, I'm not doing a full review of the game or anything, but I think the power behind this game is ultimately how introspective it is. That it really gets you to think about your beliefs, your, your view on politics, your view on life, existence, all that kind of stuff, reality. Um, and, and I don't think any game in recent memory has done that. You know how we talk about some games like The Witcher 3 has grey areas in terms of what what is good, what's bad. Mm. This takes it to a whole new freaking level. Um, to the extent that it, it makes so many so many traditional RPGs feel, even if they're mature, it just makes them feel so much less mature in the way they're done. So it's a brilliant game. I love it. It's one of my favorite games that I've ever played. Um, so highly, highly recommend it. What do you think about playing it on the Switch? Yeah, that's uh, yeah so, so it's an interesting one. Uh, would I recommend it on the Switch? not really so performance wise um look it's still cool and because i was you know in in bed quite a lot of the time it made so much more sense than sitting in front of a computer i don't think i had the energy to sit in front of a computer the whole time yeah um so it was a perfect meeting for medium for that uh reason but performance is atrocious to be honest and i reckon maybe one in i'm not even exaggerating here but like one in 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 15 or less times between 10 and 15 when you go between areas of which you do quite a bit, the game will crash, like unexpectedly. Crash. So I had to keep, yeah, Whoa. I had to keep saving. It's Whoa. a known thing. It's a known thing. I read that in reviews about the Switch, uh, which is really disappointing. But even so, even with really shitty performance, and I played it on PC, so I know what it's like to to have it running good. So even with crap performance, even with with constant crashes like that, it did not deter from how amazing the experience is. And because of the nature of the game, you don't need, you know, uh, uh, 1440 hertz, uh, you hey, know, 1440p monitor or anything like that. You know, you don't need <laughs> any of that. 165 hertz refresh rate. Don't need any of that. It's so cool. On it, it, If it could be stable on the Switch and just run a little bit smoother, like there were times where it just started 
insanely stuttered. Wow. Um, particle effects in a certain scene and stuff like that. Luckily, that it was only once, um, and I think it happened also when there was snow. Uh, and I'm assuming it's a scripted part as well. Um, and it just would stutter. The sound would kind of go choppy. It's it's really bad like that. But in saying all of that, amazing experience nonetheless. So next time I'm just going to play it on PC though. So it sounds like if you if you have other consoles <coughs> outside of the Switch, get it there. Oh yeah, I'd get it on a different console. But if you only had a Switch, would you recommend it? Yeah, totally. Oh wow, even if I would. Yeah, like I said, I would. I could have just jumped on the PC and gone ask her yeah. to Switch version shit, but I didn't. Um, and I'm looking forward to actually playing it again on PC and, and, and choosing a different kind of character, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so, so all I can say is highly recommend it. It's one of the, the most interesting... It's not, it's not a fun experience, if that makes sense. It's not the kind of game that you play for fun. Yeah. But it's by far one of the most amazing gaming experiences I've had. I... Because I, how far into it are you? I probably estimate about halfway I don't know because yeah. I don't know I don't know when the story ends but it, I'm on like day three or four in the game because everything I hear about this game I was like damn this is like a mic game it totally like, is I'm like I'm <laughs> like and, and some people they, this totally is their favorite like game it. ever like I and I'm like this yeah. might be Mike's favorite game ever if he ever gets around to playing it that's, um that's what I was wondering how far into it you are yeah, look, it's tough to call it my favorite. I'm gonna wait till I finish. Yeah, it yeah, you have to to, to call it, it yeah. that. But easily, like easily, in my top ten. Right Easy already, already oh, in the top ten. Yeah, Damn. easy my top ten. It's Damn. just a phenomenal game. Dude, Steam, I mean, it's not as Steam good deck. as the game. Steam Deck on the Steam Deck, it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be absolutely perfect. <laughs> I, it'll be a, a game I'll play. Like it's not, it's not you know number one like the game that I'll, I'll be talking about later in the episode today. That's obviously my number one game of all time. <clears throat> Uh, I won't spoil what it is, but we'll talk about it in a sec. But it's brilliant. So anyway, enough in of second, Disco Elysium. later. <laughs> uh, enough of Disco Elysium. The other, the other game that I played a little bit of, because um, I had to start all over again, is Mass Effect Andromeda. So you guys know, uh, if you've tuned in, you know about my three lame uh, New Year's resolutions. One of them was to finish Mass Effect Andromeda. Not that lame. Well, I think they are. Very achievable. That, it's like Very it's achievable. finishing three games. But honestly, <laughs> with with me and my ability to finish games, because I do play way too many different ones, mm. uh, I, I'm even having doubts about this, to be honest. <laughs> which sounds stupid, but I am. But anyway, I, I played it. Uh, uh, I, I finally got further than where I got the last three times I've started this game. Uh, on multiple platforms that I played it on. Um, I think I played it on PS4 slash 5. I played it on PC. I played it on Xbox. I'm currently doing it on PC. Um, look, I think it's... Um, obviously, Sweetie, you played it. You have way more experience in the game. Um, hmm. Having actually just gone off playing a little bit of the Legendary Edition again, um, it's not it's not that bad. Um, I think it, it at the time it, it copped a lot of flack. Um, you know, some... For the right reasons, I still think. And some of the writing, in my opinion, is still atrocious. And there's parts where I'm like, oh, seriously? But that could also be because I was playing Disco Elysium at the same time. And after that, mm. so many conversations in this are just so inane. I'm like, this is fucking shit writing. Um, but in, in saying that, solid gameplay, really enjoying it. Um, and and I'm actually looking forward to just finishing the game. Um, it's, it's drawn me in um, sufficiently into the story in the universe now that I think I will absolutely finish it and i'm kind of looking forward to it um yeah. i'll just say with it it's the kind of game that obviously you know we know its reputation but mm. from a pure gameplay and combat standpoint it's so well made mm -hmm. um it just feels so 
good when you're actually in like some of the combat encounters especially as you get further into the game are just really really solid um it's just a shame that it just was had a horrible launch and it's not the best written game um mm. still my second favorite in the series though so oh wow second wow favorite. second favorite uh, that's like, yeah. When we're talking about like Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, Mass Effect 1's yep. your favourite. This is your second. And I then probably the re- 3 to 2 because you're contrarian, right? That actually is probably closer. <laughs> 3 to 2. 3 to 2 are very interchangeable for me. No, I think the yeah, main yeah, reason, yeah. I don't want to take over this whole thing, but the main reason is because it's, it is much more of an RPG and I think that yeah, it's yeah, much yeah. closer to number 1 in yeah. that regard. Ah, okay. like one. Cool, yeah, cool. look, I was wondering about this game because it's, it's like it has the hate mob around it, but, is you know, I always wonder... Is it actually okay if you went and played? No, it's okay. Yeah, because they patched the I hell out of it, right after mm. launch. Mm. Uh, yes and no. Mm. I don't know if they really made huge, huge. I thought they changes. did. Like they a did. lot of the voice, like the um, what do you call it? Like the not voice acting, but the way that the they rigged and stuff. Yeah, the mo the mocapping anim- animations. Well, yeah. take, sorry, apologies. And they the bugs. The, there was a lot of bugs on launch. As yeah, well. they fixed a lot of that stuff, but you you can't fix the narrative issues no, that yeah. people may no, have had with the game. You know, so. Yeah, okay, and a cool. lot of the dialogue and stuff. But um, j- just another thing about about this one quickly as well is, uh, it's it's a minor thing. It's just I I picked the the male writer um in in this particular uh, playthrough, and I don't know something about the way he looks always feels a little dopey, and it just reminded me of the time that I made I think it was Dragon Age Inquisition, or one of the Dragon Ages where I made a custom character and I didn't intend to make him look like an idiot but every time I was in a dialogue I couldn't I couldn't take it seriously because my character looked like an absolute fucking idiot and it wasn't it's not like this because I mean the dialogue is, is is much better in that sense um but there's something about his face I don't know what it is about it's his, it's his eyes that just feel so dopey like he's like he's constantly like, "Hey man, what's up?" Like he's high, <laughs> half high or something. It's really weird. In Andromeda, but isn't that yeah, in Andromeda. part of the you know the mocapping and all the issues that people? Well, I don't know with what. It? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, but people never really complain much about the male writer. They were complaining a lot about the female writer for whatever reason. But it's just I don't know. It's it's a minor thing. It just every time I see his face, mm. I'm like, man, it's something about it makes me laugh. But the last game that I played uh, is Tetris DX on the analog. Um, and really, honestly, it was probably more because my girlfriend was playing it and she was trying to beat my... We were sort of going back and forth just in the normal mode, trying to get the highest score. Mm. And then we started playing the um, the 40 lines where you got to get the quickest time within yeah, 40 yeah. lines. So what happened was we're playing it and I'm, I'm ahead. I'm like, yeah, she's never going to beat me. I'm trying to psych her out and everything. And then she she hands me over the 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 analog going okay it's your turn you can play now and i didn't realize it was logged in under her name <laughs> so i'm playing and then like in the first game that i play after that i set the high score and i'm like yeah beat that in your face and then i realized <laughs> when it finished that it was under her name so she got the high score I was well, not like, really kidding yeah. me well not really but you know officially yeah. unofficially on the thing she had yeah, the high yeah, score yeah. so moral victory right so <laughs> so a pretty hollow victory for her. But anyway, so then I had to, of course, beat my own top oh, score course, yeah, to get it off the list. You and had to. It's, yeah. I felt like it was impossible because the top one, I'm like, wow, well, like, it was pretty hard guy? to get the top one. So then I was effectively competing against myself to destroy but my old score. That's galaxy brain from her. So, yeah, that was actually pretty pretty good of her. So, yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Um, I don't know how many hours because it's obviously not. It's, it's very, it's Tetris. It's very repetitive. 
Um, but really good game. It's a really cool addition, I think, of, <laughs> of, um, of as far as Tetris games goes, I've played a bunch of them. And again, we'll talk about a really good one later. But the DX version is really cool. I really like it. It's, it's like the, I don't know how to put it. It's, it's the it's quintessential deluxe. Tetris experience. DX, it's better than the, yeah. It's, it, it's good. Everything I, about it's I really cool. I think I like the yeah. Game Boy one, just the original, just the I simplicity. I swap between it, them, yeah. but something about the way the DX version feels. And it's funny now because when you play it, so I played three different versions of Tetris in the last few days. Ooh, and they feel different. Spoilers. They feel spoilers. totally different. And actually, no, four, <laughs> four different versions because I also played. Um, I also very briefly put on, but I didn't play much of it. I put the t- Tetris effect on just so we could play two players at the same time. Tetris and, effect might be the best version of Tetris. Uh, yeah, that is freaking amazing. It's an amazing experience, but as far as the core mechanics of a Tetris game go, the DX version is probably my favorite. Really. Yeah, you mean the weird. style like uh, lock-in drops, like where you can't manipulate it. It's it's funny. I don't want to go into too much detail about that because I like the fact that it doesn't show you where the piece falls. Yeah, but I wish I could drop it instantly because sometimes it, yeah, I know it's, it's it's a minor gripe, but I feel like a hard drop is actually a very quick time saver, and not even when you play when you're trying to do like forty lines or anything like that. I just like being able to quickly do it as opposed to waiting for the piece to go, even if you hold it down. So, like, there's a few tweaks that I'm like, but it just feels like it's more of a classic, it's a refined classic Tetris experience. Mm. You should check out uh, the rosy patch of Tetris that's available for What's Game What's the rosy patch? It's got, they implement hard drop. You can see the next three pieces, I think, and a few uh. other things. Yeah. But it's like the classic engine for the most part. Okay. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool. So what about you, uh, Mr. Intercott? Yeah, you know what? I'm liking how tall I am on the podcast. I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> like, if for those on video, let, let me see if I could just tweak it a bit. Yeah, there you go. Just move the whole desk up to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it looked like, you know, I criticize uh, Xbox Game Pass a lot. I've got Game Pass mm-hmm. for PC. Number one, like, I'll, I'll always say this. The installation experience, sh- it's so shit. I, I saw the notice that some awesome games got added to Game Pass this week, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. I always wanted to play Rainbow Six Siege a lot more. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to install that and check that out properly, right? I get on Game Pass, the app on my PC. I'm like, where is Rainbow Six Siege? What the fuck's going on? I'm like searching for it, searching the store, nothing. Like nothing at all. I'm like what's going on here? And then I go like search online to check it out. And then freaking hell, it's like, actually, like, you have to install, like, and link in your Xbox thing with Ubisoft, and it's, like, not obvious, it's all specific links and everything. Wow. And then go to Uplay to actually install it. I was just like, this is, it's just so frustrating, the experience, but that's the last I'll say on that. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, I just honestly think, I'll just never, it's just not the right time for me ever, It, it never will be. Because I think I, I just need to like get into it like Rocket League and spend like a hundred hours to get my head around it, hmm. and I just don't have the time for it, unfortunately. Uh, and with kids and everything like that, it's so challenging. But one gripe that I have about it, I just really don't like how the operators. It's like it feels a little bit pay to win, like you don't have access to all the operators, but they are quite different to some degree. Hmm. And it's not like Rocket League where. You know, you have different skins effectively for the car, but you could play any of the car models. There's like about 10 
different base models in the game. Whereas, yeah, with Rainbow Six Siege, you know, if you wanted to play a certain operator who has certain things uh, that they can do, often you'd have to pay for it. I'm, yeah, I'm not really a big believer in that. But, uh, like, mm. in terms of the shooting mechanics, just the mechanics of the game, it's, it feels so awesome. I just, I kind of, like... Solid. Played through it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, you know, light a torch for this game and then put it out and just go, okay, I'm just never going never gonna to be able to play this game. It's just like it came out too early. It's like now six years in. By the time I'd actually have time to play this game, it's probably like three years from now mm. when my kids are a bit older. And then it's like, I think that community <laughs> will be like on the wane fully by then. So I was a bit sad about that. Uh, but it is an awesome game, but it's just not the kind of game that, you know, it's just wrong timing. It's like, uh, you know, Star Starcross Lovers. Um, <laughs> the other <laughs> game that I played a hell of a lot more recently is... Monster Hunter Rise. Damn you, Capcom, giving me the code for the PC game. <laughs> uh, so I actually went back to the Switch version. And, man, I was like, I finally think I've got my head around this game, if that makes sense. Hmm. Like, I played, like, I don't even know how many hours, like 30 hours or some ballpark like that, right? Hmm. Um, but I think I've finally gone, oh, okay, I think I understand how I'm supposed to play this game now. So I switched yeah. to Insect Glaive. I'm like... And I watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos on oh how to play. Oh my god, that thing. No, but I love it, man. I'm like, I understand how to use it oh, now. And I'm like, oh wow, this is like, I, I really like it. I really like it. Oh yeah, it. it's just, I say that because it's, I remember when they added that in, um, I think that came with World. But anyway, I remember everyone just talking about it being like, it's just, it's so different from the from everything else, and like you, there's all the weapons are different, all the weapon sets and stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. talk, you know talking mainly from experience with world here, but the insect glaive is something else. Especially like I haven't even considered how that works in with the wire bug mechanics arise. Yeah, and I think that's why I like it because it's so aerial. It's like you could be in the air for such a long time with yeah. the insect glaive, like you're just like flying around, just like styling and stuff. The other thing is, I've just given up on you two guys. I've given up that I'll ever play games with you guys online so i i've actually never played monster hunter rise uh on multiplayer so i was like all right stuff it i'll just have to play with randos and mm. i don't i just want to announce to everyone monster hunter rise is an awesome multiplayer game <laughs> it's like actually even just playing with uh you know obviously joking but you're playing with randos even it's just really fun like I didn't, again, going back to, I don't, I wasn't playing the game properly. I actually didn't realize for a long time <laughs> that I needed to play those, I can't even remember what they're called, hub quests Yeah. with other people. Like I couldn't just play by myself. So I was entering, entering them by myself and it was taking like 50 minutes to kill the monster, right? I'm like, mm. this is ridiculous. This is like five times more powerful, this monster, five times more health. What the hell is going on with this monster, right? Hmm. And yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that you have to play with other people because the health stats are just like through the roof of these monsters and these hub uh, quests. So yeah, I started plowing through a lot of them and I think I'm up to either like the end of the game, the main story, because I've got to fight Maglamalo or like there might be extra stuff. I haven't spoiled it, so I'm not actually sure, but I, I'm supposed to fight Maglamalo. So I'm really enjoying it, man. It's I, I don't know if I'll go into, um, what is it called? Sunbreak? the dlc yeah. yeah because i'm kind of a bit like you know what if i want to play monster hunter i probably should just go play world i've got world mm. and you know like that's just a different experience like i i do like the wire bug mechanic i think 
it'll be interesting if I go and play World. If I feel like it's so restrictive, like it might feel like that. I can't speak for Monster Hunter Rise, but Monster Hunter World just beating the main story was like the first half of basically what that game had to offer. So Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah. Oh yeah, and don't get me wrong, there's like a stack in the game. But like this is also the bizarre thing of Monster Hunter. It kind of treats its like story so seriously in a way. And then you have these side quests. And I did one the other day. It's like collect all the Sonic rings. And then you get like the layered armor. And then I actually like my um, Palico is now Sonic skin. So it's like Sonic's running around with me. Like whenever I'm doing quests. And then uh, what, what's, the, what's the wolf's name? A- Ami from Okami? Yeah, yeah, Ami. Uh, Amaterasu, yeah. Yeah, Ami, right? And then um, he, that's the uh, canine that I have. So <laughs> that's, that's the two characters that come with me. So anyway, Monster Hunter Rise, awesome game. Probably last time I mentioned it, but uh, really, really, really enjoying it. And then finally, uh, the other Xbox Game Pass game that became available for free as part of the subscription, so I'm glad I didn't buy it, was Death's Door. And... Yeah, like, I'm really keen to talk to you about this, Mike. Because have you played this, Winnie? Yep, this week. Oh, okay. I didn't see it on your list, but... um... Because you were going to bring it up. Oh, cool. I want to get your thoughts on it as well. Look, I think one big factor for me is I I just don't have as much time as you guys to play games. And, like, this game is, like... This game is, like, almost like a... I'm, I'm, like, about 10% through it, I think. This game is such a solid game. Like, I'd even go, maybe this is like a 9 out of 10 game, 8 out of 10 game, easy, right? But it just kind of, like, doesn't have, like, some kind of charm or some extra thing to it that really, like, I don't know, man, like, just grabs me. And I'm kind of like, I could keep playing it, but I'm 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 sort of a bit torn. I'm, like, very, it's still on my computer, Mm. but I'm, like, torn whether I'll keep playing it or not. I, I would love to have like a Steam Deck and be able to play it like portably because it would actually yeah. allow me to play it more. But I just, yeah, I can't imagine buying it on the Switch. I've got so many other games to play. But yeah, Swinny, like kind of segueing to you for your bit as well, like Death's Door, you know, what do you think of it? Oh, look, it's a, it's an absolutely wonderful game. What I've played so far. I'm, I'm, I'm not very far in. I've probably got up to, I'm up to like the second boss, whatever that is, I guess, through the first main area of the game. Um, but I, I saw that they there was that challenge run to beat the game with only the umbrella. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. So the I've achievements been used... are crazy in this game, man. So yeah. I've been using nothing but the umbrella so far, and it's, wow. it's, really, it's really fun. Well, the umbrella's it's... not that bad. It's yeah, like right. half the hit points, bad. right, or something like that. It's, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's like half the damage inflict, uh, half the that damage, you do yeah. to enemies, but obviously and it stays like that, I'm assuming, you know, yeah. that's the way to upgrade, but obviously you can upgrade your character in a way. Yeah. But, um, but I just thought, you know, that's funny. And so far it's fine, but obviously it's the beginning of the game, you know. So, But, yeah, I think it's a wonderful game. Um, you can definitely see kind of like the inspirations from a whole bunch of different games yeah. come into mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, it's sometimes just a well-executed mix of, of different games is, you know, with a really nice, I guess, visual style to it is, uh, is all you need. And I can understand why people love this game. Yeah, like... Can I add to what you're saying? Because I, I did think that when I was playing it, I'm like, this is just so well executed. Like sound design, character mm. design, just like systems, quality of life. It, yeah, it, it's very much like if I had another, you know, five to ten hours of gaming per week that I could do. Like it's like an instant, yeah, easy, I'd play this game. Mm. You know, it, it, I just, I guess I, I would just, 
I was surprised that so many people were like, oh, this is game of the year. Like, a lot of people yeah, were like, same. this is their game I, of the year. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, game of the year? Like, hmm. I don't know. It's I just solid, don't see it. Same. And I played it. So I played, I played it on Switch and I don't know how far I'm, I got to be like 80% into it is my guess. I've unlocked mm. quite a, maxed out quite a few of the abilities and stuff. But um, it's, yeah, same, same sort of thoughts. I don't know. It's really solid. It's really polished. But something about it just doesn't get me to that mm. I love this game. Like I liked it, but I didn't I could never really say I loved it. I still feel like it's, really it's lacking weird. a bit of like charm or something. Like some Which of the puzzles are weird because it's a very charming, that charming game, you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, it's hard to pinpoint it. Yeah, I think for the puzzles for mm. me they're just all too rudimentary and straightforward. There's like mm. no kind of like charming quirk about them or anything but the, what I love is that Acid Nerve the developer like I remember playing the original demo of Titan Souls and mm. thinking oh man this is a really cool concept where you yeah. know, it's just a boss rush mode mm. so it's great to see them essentially get to this point where they're yeah. releasing these product, this title that is it's a very polished title incredibly polished yeah yeah mm. it's, and don't get me wrong I'm not saying it's a bad game it's Super, super solid. Like, already I feel like it could easily be an 8 or a 9 game. Hmm. And I've heard good things about the the whole game and the second half of the game as well. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it could easily get to a 9. But yeah, Swinny, what else from you have you been playing? Yeah, so quite a bit. Um, first, I've been checking out a lot of uh, awesome games done quick for 2022. Yeah. How so much did they raise this year? I think it's in the uh, one min for the Swin, so I'm not spoiling oh. that. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I don't want to spoil that. Yeah, yeah I know. I think it's like <laughs> 3.4 million US Nice, that's awesome. Uh, record-breaking. Um, it's the most invested I've been in since they went online. Obviously, they had no real choice at the time to do that. Um, but it does like the crowd and the atmosphere. But for some reason this year, I think they've done it in a way that I checked out a lot more and... Some of my highlights, um, two specific blindfold runs, like mm. watching a guy beat Sekiro Crazy. in two hours blindfolded is just insane. How That's and crazy. incredible. Essentially yeah. one-shotting majority of the bosses. Not one-shotting, but as one-trying. Um, the Metal Gear Solid 2 tanker blindfold run was also insane. Um, the Dark Souls all-bosses race. Uh, Casio Mario World, one of the most recent renowned Mario hacks and incredibly difficult watching them just destroy it. And Step Mania, if anyone wants to check one thing out from uh, AGDQ, look up Step Mania. How I don't know how that person is doing any of the stuff that's going on. It is absolutely wild. So, awesome games done quick. The In terms of games, I picked up Shadow Man Remastered, which came out this week. I've been yeah. eagerly awaiting this game to hit consoles after it hit PC April mm. last year. I am a really big fan of the Nintendo 64 I say original, it came out on PC and PlayStation at the same time, but from in my head, for some reason, it always got hype as a Nintendo 64 game. Um, such a really unique, morbid world, like really cool stuff going on. Um, story's just insane. Um, like, th- think about this was Nintendo 64, and this was a game where you're, the main villains are serial killers, and like you're reading the dossiers <laughs> on them, and they're talking about like raping their victims and all these horrible crimes they do. And this is a Nintendo 64 Nintendo game. game. I love that. Um, but the thing is, with the remastered version, they upgraded obviously a lot, and they brought in a lot of cut content, and combined content was different from the PC and different versions, the Dreamcast version that eventually came out. But you can't get past that the game, honestly, still looks incredibly rough, even with the remastered mm. version. Mm. Um, like, a lot of the textures 
surely they could have done even more work to it but i'm i'm gonna look forward to playing through it next couple of weeks because uh it's a game i never completed start to finish so just just on the uh remasters i was actually listening to this interview with uh, a lady who's in the art department at tantalus so they're a melbourne porting studio Mm. and they're the folks that helped out on uh skyward sword but she was talking about her experience on twilight princess hd and she was saying how oh it's so frustrating some parts of it where it's like we couldn't touch the geometry of the models Mm. that was part of the deal it's like and it's very businessy thing it's something that i would like set up where it's like okay save time don't touch the models just build like a new coat of paint over there but -hmm. she was like literally like we just needed to like add one or two more vertices to be able to break it up and then like the art would look so much better but you've got like this she would like you know it's almost like 4k art on a blocky like (laughs) model because it's all the way back in the day on twilight princess right it's just like oh it's quite painful at times but i think they actually went back to nintendo to go could we like change this a little bit and they're like no like even Hmm. for free basically like they were like oh look we'll just change it we're not gonna charge anymore it's like no 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 the deal is this (laughs) It's like, it, Nintendo wow. seems like the weirdest company to deal with. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for someone playing that the first time, even the, re- the remastered version, because, like, it's pretty shocking. Um, but I know the game is really solid, so it's like... Anyway... Do you want the, me to stream it on Twitch while you... Yeah, I could stream it. Yeah, because you can then see our, my reaction. Yeah. I haven't played it all the way through. And anyway, the next game I've been playing, um, but I'm not going to talk to too much this week, is RPG Golf Legends. So mm-hmm. that is the uh, the latest game co-release, but just uh, that's the last time I'm saying that word um, because I've said it so much recently. <laughs> yeah, we heard like six podcasts about it. That's yeah, the last time um, on this episode. On the, well, that's <laughs> what I meant Like when I'm talking about this game. So this game is a mix of... Um, I'm playing it on Xbox. It's basically a mix of Zelda and a golf game. Um, so it's kind of... It's definitely got the inspiration from Mario Golf and, and Golf Story. It came out, the original versions of these games um, from this developer came out a year after Golf Story, so you could definitely say that they took something from them. Mm. But um, I'm near, near towards the end of the game. I was just playing it up until the end of the podcast. So some some stuff that I absolutely love, some stuff that absolutely annoys the absolute shit out of me. So mm. I will share my uh, thoughts on it next week. Most important thing, Swinny, yeah. is you're calling it RPG Golf Legends, I noticed. Oh, yeah. It's well, that's... RP Golf. I call it RPG Olf. So we've got three pronunciations. And then you've got basically a new segment, Sweeney. Well, I basically, I've just put mm. it in our run sheet because I'm going to be talking about a lot of Game Pass games. So I've mm. actually played nine Game Pass games this week. Holy. In, including Death Store, but um, I'm only just going to cover three of them this week. I've kind of spread it out could, across everything. Can we just pause and sit in the pocket for a second of the fact that you made this resolution. Hey, I'm going to talk about every game that I... And, you know, we tweaked it. We accepted that. You're just going to talk about the games you haven't played. Hmm. And, then, and then they do this acquisition. And then Xbox is like, fuck you, sweetie. Let's put Hitman. Let's put this in. Let's put hundreds of games in. I'm, it was like the worst timing. I really hope if they decide to drop Call of Duty stuff, like, that it happens next year. Please. You're going to have to play. Hey, the campaigns aren't that bad. They're, so, they're yeah. pretty good, the campaigns. They're pretty no, good. but, like, for them to say all the Call of Duty games, here you go. They might like, do it like they did with id which is like drop it like one at a time or something they they were dropping like eight at a time what are you yeah, talking true. about <laughs> Can't make right. your resolution. Sorry, anyway, buddy. Go on. okay 
All right. Uh, so played a bit of Spelunky 2. So mm. I dabbled in the first game. Uh, honestly, Spelunky 2, just like the first game, is it's not my thing, but I so appreciate the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I played, I'm like, man, I know how well made this game is. I've watched so many design doc, like videos and documentaries yeah, yeah, yeah. about how they do this stuff, but I just, I can't get into it. It's such a punishing yeah, game. And it's very few roguelikes or roguelike. However, there's, there's you know, no persistence in this one. So whatever you consider with that, they have ever really grabbed me. But yeah, um, yeah so I'll, I will appreciate Spelunky 2 from afar. You just got to get um, good, Swinny, you know. Oh, yeah, I struggle is, with Dark yeah. Souls and stuff like that. It know. is an incredibly <laughs> good game. Um, the next one is the game that is a bit of the buzz at the moment, which is Nobody Saves the World. Mm-hmm. So this is from Drinkbox, who hey, this are be- cool. behind the Guacamole uh, games. So this is this game. You said seems cool. It is really cool, actually. So it's an action RPG, kind of like your your Zeldaish, but with some stats and, and upgrades and things. And but the big hook, at least so far, is that you change through different forms. So you start off as a nobody, literally, and then you unlock. As you can see on this, the the B roll there on YouTube, that you start unlocking. The first one is a rat, and then the rat can do different things. But for each form that you unlock, they've got little, almost like ongoing challenges that you meet, like poison twenty enemies and bite this many enemies and stuff. And then as you complete these challenges, it gives you XP and, and unlocks. And it seems really cool. I'm very early and I've only done like the first two like dungeons, but it seems really, really cool. I'm really looking forward to getting further into hmm. it. So, yeah, nice. really cool. Very interesting. Um, the last game, pos- a game pass game that I'm going to talk about is a game called Ember. And oh, God, this game is something else. So, this is a sandbox firefighting game. I'd never heard about this game at all until I loaded it up. I literally didn't know what it was. Is this the um, VR one? I don't. It's definitely. Well, I mean, it's definitely playable without VR, but maybe yeah, there is yeah, a yeah. VR mode. Um, I thought that was the main way that people play it. So basically, it's like a sandbox firefighting game. There is a big multiplayer element, but you can play it by yourself as well. Um, you, so you're chucked into a level with objectives, like save this many residents or f- um, put out this amount of fire or whatever. Like, there's different objectives. I didn't get that far in to see that many of them. Um, and you can equip different loadouts like oh ladders at the beginning to then you know you can essentially tackle them in any way you want i just the the controls were just absolutely horrible i just could not deal with it <laughs> like i had to I sat there for ages on this on xbox adjusting the um the accelerate look acceleration really? and the sensitivity wow. for so long that I, and I never got it to a point where i was happy and i'm like how that just seems like the e- not the easiest, but like out of everything that you have to get right, that just seems like such a proven thing that surely like mm. anyway. It's a Miyamoto thing. The game feel is the most important. So I, I honestly, I just didn't like the game. It's uh, in general, I warmed up to it a little bit, you know, warm up fire. But um, <laughs> I ultimately, it's not for me. So. Well, this is just a running theme. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. that's what you get when you're, you're playing a whole bunch <laughs> yeah, of games that you go out of your way that you normally probably wouldn't. Play. Hey, wait, so, so you haven't played the Hitman games? Dude, I'm t- I said I've played nine games this week. I'm not talking about them all now. 
It didn't answer his question though. I can I can go no Hitman's not the Hitman games aren't in those nine yet. So. Okay. Oh, wow. Unbelievable, Swinney. Well, do you want do you, do you want me job? to talk? Do you want me to talk about Rainbow Six Extraction? Do you want me to talk? No. About you could have bloody... told me about that. I would have played that to, co-op. Do you want me to talk about paparazzi? I'll like I'll co-op. talk about all this stuff next week, man. I don't want to take up the whole show. All I right. do have a question though, quickly before you go into the last one. Like make it uh, quick because I'm gonna get the really, 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 really quick. <laughs> who what kind of schedule? Who published like RP Golf? <laughs> what? Are you kidding? It is no. they, they sh- who shall not be named. Oh, damn okay. it. Oh, okay. Kingdoms, get that. <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur Fatesworn. So I'll, I'll try to get through this. So I played, this was the DLC that released mid-December that the, everyone would be waiting for that um, that had uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, the remaster that was put out 2020. Um, mm-hmm. And ultimately, like, they, they only added the achievement support last week, so that's why I was holding off to see what the hell was going on there. It was really weird. This is a pretty damn substantial expansion. So if anyone that obviously loves Amalur, this is going to be a no-brainer. Um, it is, you know, if you want a more Amalur, you've got it. But they do actually add quite a bit of new stuff to this DLC. So first of all, there's this whole chaos mechanic. And I kind of, when I talked about Fates 1 in the past, I kind of glossed over this because I didn't realise how ingrained it was into everything about this DLC. So it's essentially entirely new. It, It changes the way combat works for certain enemy types. So what it is is basically... there's certain chaos type of enemies that have like a bar it's almost like a a shield above their normal health and you can only use chaos weapons to deplete that so you can basically only defeat those enemies with those certain type of weapons then you whittle them down to their normal health so for a game that is all about its action combat to actually change it up completely is a bit of a bold move but i actually Hmm. think it's really really good um the main quest in the game is in in Fate's Worn. It's not bad, but it's also not great. Um, I actually really like the side quest content in this game and in, in Fate's Worn. Though I think it's really good. There's a lot to do, and yeah, it's just you get some really cool gear, like really awesome gear in this. And yeah, so Amalur still has probably my favorite action RPG combat system ever mm-hmm. um it's just so good it's very solid yeah. it's basically like god of war dark stalkers you know just really solid action gameplay um mm. but it is about it's about 30 dollars. but i think it's worth it if you want a more analog because there's like it took me about 20 hours to do everything in the game um unfortunately because the uh because of the developers being a little inept unfortunately i have to do it all again if i want to get the Why? credit for doing it all so because it glitched out on me so <laughs> you only played it because of the achievements so no yeah, you're gonna have to do no, it he again. waited is... to play it for the achievements but he's not only playing it for the achievements and Correct. Bloody that glitch. is 100 <laughs> like i was super God. looking forward to this but yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so Kenko. wait are you gonna are you gonna do a proper review of this like a full review no oh no, that's a shame i reckon people would be interested to hear um so basically, I'm going to wait to see if they patch it. It is a common issue that people know about. So mm-hmm. if they don't, then I'll maybe sometime later this year, I'll do a bit of a speed run through it and uh, and just mop it up. So because I know I know basically what it is. One of the side quests, like I opened a random chest and it started the quest. And if you start the quest that way, you don't get credit for completing it. Oh. So, and I like it's a random chest. It's not like I knew it was going to trigger anything. So anyway, it's really annoying. Fate's Warn, Other than that, Fate's Warn's really, really good. If you want more Amalur. yeah, nice, mm. nice. Thanks, uh, Kemko. Well, 
<laughs> is this your new thing today? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, pseudo news. Uh, we did cover Activision Blizzard this week in a specific whole episode, 68.7. But Mike wasn't available for that. So, Mike, we do mm-hmm. want to get your thoughts on the Activision deal. But I thought maybe it's best to ground it in some of the updates. So, once. yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so, yes, like as we know, Microsoft has put a deal in for $68.7 billion to acquire <laughs> Activision. And there's been two major updates since then, since we did the pod midweek. So I'll just read it out. So Phil Spencer posted during the week in his only post since the acquisition. Had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honour all existing arrangements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. Interesting, mm, interesting. No, well, preemptive antitrust. <laughs> Maybe. Messaging and, in there, huh? But I do want to go to the GQ article he did recently, mm-hmm. which, now this is Bethesda, Zenimax, a fully acquired part of the Microsoft family. Very vague language, very similar to what they're doing with Activision Blizzard. And just to sort of turn to his quote around, you know, what's going on with the Game Pass and Elder Scrolls 6. And he's like, I'm not about punishing any other platform. Like, I fundamentally believe all the platforms can continue to grow. But in order to be on Xbox, I want us to be able to bring the full complete package of what we have. And that would be true when I think about Elder Scrolls 6. That would be true when I think about any other of our franchises. So, I, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of having it both mm. ways. But, Mike, I want to get your thoughts oh. on the acquisition. Oh. Do you think these things will be exclusive? Everyone feels to be flipping that mm. Call of Duty is not going to be exclusive anymore. I find that dubious <laughs> in the extreme. I don't, but... think it's gonna, I don't think it's going to be an exclusive. I think, wow, if it is an exclusive, that's one way to get a bunch more people onto Game Pass. But I... I, I I'm talking shit here because I have no idea what he's thinking. Yeah, none about. of us do. None of us do. An exclusive, obviously. Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad acquisition. I mean, we know what's. Uh, we haven't covered it uh, as a huge news piece, I don't think, but we know Activision's been in a bit of shit because of what Bobby's been doing mostly um, and the way he's been running things. So it almost feels like a really expensive bailout to some extent. Um, I don't know what. Look, in the end, they bought the IP, right? They bought the rights to the IP of those games more than anything else and the talent that's behind the, the studio. Mm. Um, they obviously didn't buy the CEO or any of that kind of very, very top-end management, I'd imagine. Um, but they bought the IP and what they're going to do with that IP, I have no freaking idea. I think they're going to probably segregate and have some stuff that will be exclusives, just like what they did with Bethesda. Um, and some stuff that I think they'll probably retain because they're still making too much money on PlayStation not to have it. Um, I think that message that he, he, he sent out is probably twofold. Number one, I do actually think there's an element of worrying about antitrust because I think the regulators, correct me if I'm wrong, still have to let the deal go through. Oh yeah. yeah, Um, and there, there is, you know, there is an element of shit. Do they now have a really big monopoly on some, some huge studios here? Mm. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing for consumers um, in that in that sense. I don't. Um, it's weird. I, I don't. I, maybe on a slightly small tangent, um, I have a, a, a 
pretty love-hate relationship with Activision Blizzard to the extent that I, I, I think I mostly hate the well, company. Well, you're vetoing all their games. I completely, yeah. I boycotted every single one of their recent games. Um, and that's that's purely from a uh, just, just a personal perspective. It's not because I hate Bobby or anything like that. It's because when I look at the list of games that they make, basically every single game, bar I can't think of a single one, is intentionally designed to get people hooked, to get people to purchase shit through microtransactions, whether it's their mobile section or whether it's stuff like COD, whether it's any of the other shooters that they have, whether it's Diablo. It's the same basic principle of getting people to repeat their game over and over again. They don't release games like, I don't know, even Assassin's Creed, where you can go through the journey, experience the game, spend a whole bunch of hours in it, Yes, there's some microtransactions, but then you can kind of move on with your life. I'm not sure if Every I agree single with that, game though. that they have is designed for you to keep playing and playing and playing. But then, what well, about Crash Four, Crash Nitro Racing? But what I'm saying is, those are probably by far in the minority of what they tried to do, and the studios that Activision themselves gobbled up. Because you got to think they gobbled up Blizzard, that effectively nowadays is Diablo and um, Overwatch and Overwatch two games that are very, very repetitive in their nature, that are reliant on people playing the same stuff over and over again. Um, and, and and then they bought out a bunch of mobile studios, I think, as well, that relied on the same thing. So, anyway, th- that aside, to me, as a studio, I'm not a fan of their the principle behind the studio and what, what, what their tactics were in terms of the games that they focused on, on churning out. They don't, you know, really focus... On, on churning out uh, purely single-player experiences for the sake of the enjoyment of the game, their tactic was always clearly get people hooked on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't know what to make of that. I think, uh, look, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, that's it. I'm boycotting Microsoft now because it's not like that. I don't, I don't think like that. Um, I just had doesn't, you know, from, doesn't it extend? Are you going to no, keep boycotting? It doesn't extend because they, they. They do a lot of other IPs that are clearly not designed to just waste people's time, in my opinion. So once they become um, part of Xbox, are you going to revisit your boycott then? No. No, I still wouldn't play those games. I wouldn't play those franchises. Well, even if it was like Crash 5? No, I'd play probably something like Crash 5, yeah. Oh, so you're but just basically playing... talking about COD. But that's it. I'm talking... No, no, I'm talking about everything but, I guess, Crash 5. Because every single other IP that they have that I remember, and I'm sure there's maybe some more esoteric games that I'm not thinking of, but all the major IPs that Activision and Blizzard have, to me, have the same principle behind them. And I've been boycotting them for a while now because mm. of that. They just don't respect people's time. Um, so, so, yeah, look, I, I don't think it's necessarily, from, from a Microsoft perspective, I think, is, is, it a good, um, is it a good investment? That's 60... 8.7 billion US dollars, which is like close to a hundred, a hundred billion Australian dollars. A hundred billion. That's a freaking insane amount of money yeah, on those IPs. And I know they're major IPs that are, you know, ranking in a lot of money that they, they see as continuously making money. And they're not stupid. I mean, they made, they made good money out of Minecraft, for example, even though that, that was actually a bargain at the time when you think about it retrospectively. It was like 2.5 or 2? Something like billion? that, yeah. It was like 2 point something. So like it was one when you think about 50th of this amount. Of this, yeah. yeah. But, but they do. I mean, the player base of COD is massive. The player base of Diablo is massive. The player base of... World of um, Warcraft. World of Warcraft is massive. All those IPs have huge player bases and they have the kind of player bases that are likely to keep being hooked on those games. Candy Crush. I've got Candy Crush, yep. 
I've got friends who have spent over a thousand hours on games like uh, like Overwatch, mm. and they keep playing and playing and playing. And Microsoft knows those people will be around, and knows not just the people that are already into those IPs, but future generations. It, it's they're winners. Those games, they mm. they make the bucks. They're I think they're at least three of them are a multi billion dollar. IPs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even World of so, Warcraft, I did the numbers the other day. It's like a billion dollars of revenue each year. Yeah. Just from subscriptions. Just like for, that yeah, exactly, one yeah. subscription. It's crazy. Yeah. So I don't think, I, don't think, I think it's a, it's a smart enough move from Microsoft. I can't, I don't know that I didn't do the number crunching myself to kind of see what, but they're not idiots, obviously. They know what they're mm. doing. And I think, you know, they probably paid what, what they obviously imagine is a pretty good price for it, given the current circumstances of what's happening with Activision and Blizzard. Yeah. yeah. And Sweeney, just like on the updates during the week, do you think this changes your mind on court? Like, let's be real, it's mostly about COD exclusivity. This, this just cements my opinion even further because uh, the wording around this is existing contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Desire yeah. to keep Call mm. of Duty on PlayStation. Yeah. Which is Warzone. That's Warzone to me. Like, yeah. that is the easiest out possible to say <laughs> it's Warzone. Like, we oh, were man. always considering keeping Warzone on PlayStation, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or whatever the next one is, you know, it's about or, seven right now, or whatever. Like, no, but I'm saying, like, that's yeah. rumored to be the next one, but that one probably won't be. But the one after will be like, well, the campaign is exclusive to Xbox, but the multiplayer, we're going to roll that into Warzone. Like, to yeah. me, Warzone, it doesn't change at all. That I think that that will stay, even if they change that to a new engine in five, four or five years' time, Warzone will stay multi-platform, while Call of Duty as a, stand, as a campaign will be mm. Xbox exclusive. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Like, and I think the other element to it is as well, it's like our desire is to have Call of Duty on mm. PlayStation. So we would love if you just, you know, just allowed our app on yeah. your PlayStation Store. Just well, a little <laughs> app called Game Pass. It's no big problem. So I'm just going to say this is all assuming Game Pass is on place isn't on PlayStation. If Game Pass hits PlayStation, then then who knows what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. So that's kind of like I'm working on the assumption that it won't be. But if it does, then my the changes everything. Yeah, I don't think it will ever be. I think that. But the one thing I'll say about this is that uh, from from a purely consumer perspective. It sucks because it sucks that people don't have a choice. It sucks that people can't play these games just because they have the wrong platform and now they have to invest another 750 bucks getting another console which they probably don't need because mm. they don't really want to play all those other games on it. Um, so it sucks from, from that perspective, absolutely. From the perspective of maybe some of those people will go out and do something else with their lives, I think it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> it's a good opportunity to give up COD. Give up all those games and do something else with your life. So maybe yeah, it's not a good. bad thing. I don't know. We'll see. Got to, I'll leave that as the final word on that. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to check our final thoughts into God's and mine, um, we Which both think it's, uh, it's a bad idea or it was a, it's a bad thing. Check out the final thoughts section specifically of our uh, episode 68.7. Yeah, we've got all the time codes in there so you can skip the two hours of conversation. Just give me a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that was like at the one and a half hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. Wow. All right, let's jump into the real new news of the week. Uh, I, I thought, given that we shit on Nintendo and Nintendo Switch Online and some of the crappy emulation that's happening with the 64, which they did, in fairness, say they're going to address and they're going to look at, it apparently seems to be finally happening with some small fixes. So 
just uh, bringing up Twitter now, hopefully. Um, this uh, Twitter user, Oatmeal Dome, uh, so who has done some random stuff in the community in that space, uh, actually loaded in like a save to get right to the water temple and some other parts of the game to see what they look like and was able to confirm that it does look like there are some small fixes. So there's no fog in this scene. Uh. There should be, but it looks a hell of a lot better than what it did before. And the biggest problem with this as well is that from a mechanic standpoint, it broke that fight because you need to be able to see the reflection of Shadow Link yeah. to, to really do that fight well. So Wow. Yeah. So, and and you know, there's a few other games. You know, um, I know with Paper Mario, there's some broken components to it. Where mm. if you save in certain sections, it will just crash the game out, and you just can't continue. Um, but it, it is encouraging that it, it's starting to get slowly fixed. And I think this is like a fairly large fix. The other one is people are doing um, input lag tests, and they're finding it's like halving the input lag, which is mm. quite massive. That's pretty good. That's huge, yeah. Yeah, so like a game like um, Mario 64, which runs at uh, 30 frames per second, which honestly always feels like it's 60, but it's just so locked in at 30, it actually feels all right. Mm-hmm. Um, that has been dropped by like about 20 ms. So it's like, you know, more than... Like it's within the frame of like the actual game. So, you know, it's like one whole frame less in terms of lag, which is, you know, I think it's at a point now, you know, in the emulation in general, I played a bit of Banjo-Kazooie. I think it's kind of good enough that, you know, just a regular person playing it is Mm. not going to feel like this is kind of janky. And I kind of unfortunately think that's how it launched. Like even a regular person would be like, dude, this is kind of like shit. Like what the hell's going on with this? Like, Mm. you know, you play through Zelda, you're like, what the fuck? Like this doesn't actually work. I can't even beat this thing. So... I think it's really encouraging. Like, as I said, I think we've got to shout it out because we did slam them when it came out. Um, and some cool games Well, they deserve out. to be slammed, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, if do. you're going to release something as big as that and you're going to charge people for it, then you better damn do it properly. Not a half-assed job where you don't test half the shit and you just expect people to lap it up. Yeah, and, and also they the deserve fact the, the in hate. the US, not here, but in the US it was not just double the price. It was like mm. 2.5 times, which is just like still unbelievable yeah. to me atrocious <laughs> like, if you don't actually do deliver a good product yeah and it's then uh grab. next month they're releasing majora's mask which i've never actually played in v so i'm really keen to uh, like maybe this is the way that i'll mm. do it i'd prefer to play it on my 64 which i actually have in my garage but i don't have a good setup to my, my monitor and crt for that so yeah, and actually, I don't have that game on cartridge, so that's that's probably the biggest impediment. Oh, that's probably a I'll big just grab it off my shelf. If oh, I sure, sure, sure. We'll just pass it through the podcast. <laughs> I, no, I, I, need, I need to get Ooh. myself like a Frame Meister or something to play my 64. So. That's true. Oh, no. Well, like, that, that's that special one that they released. I, I forget what it is. I, I, the, the 64 specific um, device that plugs into a HDD. You don't even so. need to do that now. You just need to get a RetroTINK 5X. They're that's like, what I meant. That's what that's I meant. That's the yeah. latest and greatest in yeah. that space, but um, everyone's raving about that. From Mike Chi, good guy. Uh, reached out to him a few times. Um, but they also did confirm, so there's a data miner, Luigi Blood, who confirmed that the ROMs haven't been changed. They haven't manipulated the ROMs. So it very much does seem like it's the actual emulator that's getting improved. So yeah, mm. I think it's positive. I Look, like I always say about the 64 library, it's quite uh, like narrow compared to other libraries like the SNES and NES. I know Sweeney and I argue about this a bit, a little bit, but I just think that there's not that many games that they can actually release on the 64 that they have access to. 
One that I do wonder, because Donkey Kong Country 64 isn't on here, yeah? Don- Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong 64, sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on. I, I don't can't think remember it is. I don't think it I don't, is. I don't believe so, because I think Banjo-Kazooie was the first rare game that they've added in um, from memory. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. Like, I'm almost 100% sure now. Um, that would be really cool, like, on this service. Like, I've never really gotten around to playing it too much. Um, so it's either that or Banjo Kazooie, which I've also not played, like surprisingly, just never owned it. So only I played the start of that game like a hundred times, and then just mm. go, oh, it seems really good. It seems like, you know, yeah, very decent platformer. So I'll have to get back to it one day. All right, well, jumping into the next new segment. Unfortunately, we can't show the clip for this, but Netflix has <laughs> released the new trailer for the Cuphead show. So it was announced um, a few years ago, like. And now we'll be coming out on 18th of Feb, 2022. It's going to have 10 episodes on Netflix, as I said. Originally, it was meant to come out in 2020, but obviously with few little happenings in the world, it's been a bit delayed. Just a few things. Yeah. And very much seems to be like the perfect game to be translated to TV, given that the actual game is like full Mm. of animation, like old Mm. school 30s animation. And, you know, like, it's kind of trying to be inspired by that, not like a one-for-one recreation, but I want to get your, your thoughts on it. So, Mike, have you watched the trailer? What do you think of it? Are you going to check yeah. it out? Well, okay, so I'll be honest with you. My problem is I never played the game properly. Sure. So it's hard to have really good, detailed, proper thoughts on it. Um, yeah, well, absolutely check it out. I think even though I never played the game properly, I was always intrigued by the game. I thought the animation was amazing. I thought the mm. art style was really cool, unique. Unique, even though it, you know, copied an old era of animation, it was yeah. still very unique in its own right. Um, so I reckon I'll watch this. This is absolutely something that'd be right up my my alley. But it's going to make me play the game as well, obviously, and actually play it properly. So yeah, and the game is so punishing. I heard, yeah, which is maybe why I was like oh, too scared to actually start it properly. <laughs> How about you, Sweeney? Well, I'm just fresh off watching. Uh the Mexican runner do speed runs of that game in like 24 minutes. Like it's absolutely insane what people can do in Cuphead. But so uh, would you say that you're better than most Cuphead players? <laughs> Never even played the game. <laughs> no, that's uh, that Cuphead joins the uh, a small list of games that I know so much about, but mm. I've never once touched. Um, but I think it's a kind. Of, it's a great uh, spectator game. Cuphead because oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so visual mm, and in terms amazing. of this show like the trailer to me looks absolutely amazing um, I love that they've obviously tied into all like you know there's so many quirky characters in that game there's so many yeah. cool bosses and they've obviously made they're expanding them into proper characters in this I just I just think it looks great um, I will check out obviously the first episode you know if, if I it doesn't hook me I'm not going to sit there watching the rest but I'll give it a good shot um, but I think it looks great, and I love what they've done. Uh, they've got a Cuphead Countdown website that's actually <laughs> got like interactive missions and hidden secrets, and I think content's unlocking over time to hype up the show. <laughs> um, it's really cool when when uh, studios, you know, put a lot of extra mm. work. And I know that the um, studio MDHR, the developers of the game, they're very hands on with the show as well. So in the production, mm. so it's I think that's cool. You. And you can definitely see it in in the trailer and the footage that's shown so far. So for me, and this is why I want to talk about this, and you're probably like, mm-hmm. oh, why are we talking about this? I don't think it looked good. Like, I thought the animation looked... It's so stark to me how great the game looks, and then the animation of this just kind of looks to me like a bit of a cheap version of it. 
and I didn't really like the characterizations. There was just like a lot of things that I'm like, eh, it's not really clicking with me. I, I, yeah, and like this is why I wanted you guys to chat about it because I know you were pretty hyped about it or interested in it at least. But I, I think like Mike said, like ultimately, like we'll just watch the show, right? Like mm. I'll put it in the schedule that we'll, we'll take a gander at it and some impressions of it. Um, I'm sure I'll stomach an episode or two and see, you know, what we think about well, it. I'll, I'll probably it, yeah. drop all the episodes right at once, like the classic. No, I imagine so. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I hate I hate waiting another week for another episode of something. I never do that because I, I don't hate mind it so that. Much. I think like I then it, it. It generates the whole Game of Thrones thing, you know, when everyone's hmm. like waiting for the next one, chatting about the yeah, last one. Yeah, but I hate that. I don't even want to talk about. It. I just want to watch it and shut up about it. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm with Intergot in that, like when, because that's how Disney Plus do like the Marvel shows yeah. and like you know Mandalorian and all that. Yeah, Mandalorian. And with, Mandalorian. and with, um, and I like being able to go like on Reddit and read people's like discussions around it because if cool. they, I if it's dropped it all, cool. if it's dropped all at once. <laughs> Well, it's cool. I don't want to do it, it's but like I totally it's really cool. <laughs> if it's dropped all at once, then a lot of the little interesting things get missed and everyone talks about yeah, the big yeah. stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Well, Look, it, I may not like it myself, but it doesn't mean that I don't think it's a cool concept. The fact that people can create communities around that and chat about this and hype up and, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, my God, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. The, the other part of it, and, you know, like, if you spoke to me, like, 10 years ago or five years ago, I've watched so many TV shows. I did speak to you 10 and five years ago. No, I'm just saying, like, I've, I've watched, I was watching so many shows. Like, I've seen <clears> so <throat> many shows, right? Hmm. That, like, I could watch those shows. I didn't have kids and all that kind of stuff. But now it's like, I don't have the time to be able to yeah, watch that many. Yeah, you got to be selective. So what I don't like about when they drop a whole bunch of stuff is, if it's a show I really love and care about, I'm, I'm like on Blackout, man. I don't check, like, Twitter. I don't check anything because I'm like... So many people just get off on spoiling stuff, or yeah, yeah. like there's a part of the Mandalorian that got spoiled for me because I didn't watch it quick enough to like when things got revealed. And I like I jumped on Twitter or something and I saw a headline and I'm like, what? Like why? Like seriously, it's been out for like jerks, five man. hours. Like, do they have to put a headline like that? Yep. It just pisses me off. Like, what happened to you with Clicks. Metroid Dread swinging? You know, it's like seriously, give it a day or two before you start trying to spoil oh, things for people. Oh yeah, that. Yep. But, yeah. oh, what, the, what, was the, what was the first Star Wars movie of the recent trilogy? I forget the name of it. Um, the Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, got yeah, the biggest thing. stuff spoiled because <laughs> I went on You're some... You're on 4chan. You deserve that. I was on 4chan. <laughs> That's what, what you said. That's what you said. No. No, oh, I was on... That's how I remember it. No, I was on some random Reddit oh, okay, and okay. someone uh, just po post, decided to post it. I don't... But that's Reddit, man. I, I've, not gone, I've not gone on 4chan for about... 15 years or whatever like since it actually was a weird thing to look at you know since you got revealed as moot oh yeah yeah <laughs> no nah, that's uh, definitely not a place i want to be these yeah. days um cool cool the, the only thing i'd say is awesome uh is uh great great guys i do hope that the 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 second game in the cuphead series is going to be called two girls in one cuphead <laughs> Episode 69, people. Let's get yeah. to one minute for the swim. I like that. Wow. wow. <laughs> right, let's get to the next segment. So what we do is we wrap up the news, things that are exciting to us, but not enough that we can generate enough conversation to carry a clip. So Mike failed as uh you don't His have little to keep reminding me or other people. Like, uh, <laughs> no, because I'm we're building all it up. aware that I failed I'm many weeks ago. I'm building it up for Swinney. So now the new rule is that Swinney is doing one min for the swim, and each week we add one extra word to the limit of words that it, it's not even a limit. It's like the, <laughs> the amount of words that we need to cover. So it's one one eight four now. 
What did you want to say, Mike? I was going to say, might I add that I failed because I was consistently given 200 and I wasn't the one writing them. He was writing them for me. <laughs> we're saying... He gets to write his own and he gets way less words. Yeah, but we all know you're not going to do the work, <sighs> so that's fine. <laughs> so we're allowed, we're allowing it. <laughs> so as always, being the gentleman that I am, I let Swinney start when he wants to start and then we'll start the timer. The long-delayed LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is finally coming 5th of April this year. Ghostwire Tokyo has a release date dropping 24th of March for PlayStation 5 and PC. Ubisoft are making a VR firefighting game based on a new short docudrama called uh, Notre Dame on Fire. Awesome Games Done Quick 2022 raised a record 3.4 million US dollars for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Valve has released details for the first batch of Steam Deck verified games. Sony has renewed a trademark for Wipeout and Lemmings development brand Cygnosis. Over 30 employees at Raven Software voted to unionize amidst ongoing strikes. Big Wigs, biggest heel of the year. GTA Trilogy gets a physical Switch release next month. <laughs> 2021's Game of the Year, my friend Peppa Pig gets getting a sweet next-gen upgrade. The legendary Rey Mysterio has been revealed as a cover star for WWE 2K22. The Playdate handheld handhelds pop creation tools now available in an open beta. Grasshopper manufacturer Suda51 has revealed it's had multiple meetings with Marvel and an Italian Senate Zoom meeting was really interrupted by animated Final Fantasy porn. Oh, oh too easy. You were really well, like nervous with that one. You were really like trying to pound. Well, you because could, la- once you last slip week, up, it's hard. Last it week, I had like one second left, close, so I'm like, yeah, I, have yeah, yeah. I have to increase it. I have to increase it. But you also tried to do me a dirty. You tried to start talking when I was always like on the downward ramp of just going, you know, whenever you want to start, I'll be a gentleman. And you're like, bang. <laughs> I'll, get a, I'll get a couple of seconds. I just wanted to get it done with <laughs> like, let's just get through this shit <laughs> i like this is him recording the podcast let's get through this shit this is what happens when we have like five podcasts in a month uh yeah you know what like i'm really thinking about getting into the lego star wars game that game looks awesome it looks mm. awesome right i know that, they're like, really fun games man they're really really fun games this one in particular looks even more awesome so. it looks like they've gone all out in this one and it's mm. taken forever to make it they've always had a pretty good quality uh, I might just see like when the reviews drop and see if it's half decent or not, because yeah, they, it's it seems like a really good like mindless game, right? Where you can just kind of mm. like tune out and play on the Switch or whatever like that. I can hear a lot of clicking. I don't know who it is. Um, it's Mike. It's Mike. Yeah, of course it is. Well, he's he's looking it, suspicious. This is what we always do. We always like just to go, oh, who is it? And then it's always Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our special features. So. It's finally time. We're talking about one of our favorite games ever, Donkey Kong Country 2. But this time, we've got the newbie to share his first time experience. Yeah, tell us about it, Swinney. His virginal <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 2 experience. Yes. So this, so this is part of our Game of Summer, the year yes. 1995 mm-hmm. series. We should, so we should that introduce that. As well. That's right. So, so we, we, so, so for the complete noobs out there, noobs to the show and the format... We, we have done a Game of the Year in the past of 2011, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Game of some other year. Game of some game other year, where we go through, through select, we select some of the top games of that particular year, and then we play each of those games, and then we review each one individually, and at the end, we pick what we feel is the best game that came out that year. Um, retrospectively. Year, yeah. Retrospectively, of course, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's nuances in there, because you're not, we're not having the same experience as we did initially when we played mm. it. Um, so this time we're doing 1995, which is when Donkey uh, Kong Country 2, Diddy's Kong, Diddy Kong's Quest came out, even though I mostly played as Dixie Kong, but whatever, that's fine. It wasn't really <laughs> Diddy Kong's Quest, it should have been 
Dixie Kong's quest. Yeah, okay. You keep saying it wrong. Kong? You keep on saying it wrong every time. But she, it wouldn't be Dixie Kong because it's his girlfriend, and that would kind of be interbreeding between gorillas. And I don't well, think they do that. Interbreeding, Mike. Mike that's why you got to play Donkey Kong Country Three. Dixie's double trouble. So, ah, yeah. do they reveal her trade? And try to read the title. Read the title of the game. Go read Donkey it. Kong Country Two, Diddy Kong's Quest. No, no Diddy's. <laughs> Kong quest. <laughs> Read it from the start. Why is the apostrophe there? <laughs> Read because it from the it's start. A pun. No, 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 don't tell him. Don't tell him. Oh, okay. Donkey Kong Country 2. I didn't know you were trying to hide that fact. Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> Diddy Kong's quest. Why? What's so funny? I'm not as familiar with the game. It's not fair. It's not the game. Also, I love the way you say count, country. Country. <laughs> country. Country. Diddy. Donkey. Ah! Donkey Kong Country 2 <laughs> Diddy's Conquest. Conquest, yes. yeah. Conquest. Yes. Conquest. I get the pun, but that's because, not the oh, actual okay, name, okay. is it? Yes, it is. It is. Oh that's God, the name is. of the game. Yeah. Because he's on a quest to get Donkey Kong, and it's a pun of Conquest. That's right, he is. Yeah. Okay, yes. I get the title now. Wow. <laughs> Wow, so, uh, I should not be the one reviewing this game. <laughs> this is awesome so far. Um, I have to say, though, just because we haven't really brought it up, a game of some other year, we'll, in a month's time, have to determine what is the next year that we're picking. Oh, yeah, damn. Now, I'm just flagging this right now. Mm. I'm not trying to, you know, muddy the waters here, people. But, mm -hmm. you know, we've kind of done 2010s. We've done the 90s. I think it's either going to be the 80s or the, early, 80s. the 2000s. We don't have to. We don't have to stick to that, but we'll see what. No. Well, but it's working out nicely, sweetie. It's It'll have out to be nicely. the two thousands, probably. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to the topic at hand, yes. which is Donkey Kong Country Two, Diddy's Conquest, <laughs> Conquest, Conquest. So this is the first time I played this game. Now I'm not a total total noob to the 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 Donkey Kong. See, it's on the title. You can Country. see it on the YouTube clip. It is, it is. You can say DKC uh, as well. Though. DKC that's, that's too. No one's... No, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it incorrectly. Diddy's Conquest. Diddy's Conquest. So I'm not a, a total noob to these games because uh, because of you guys, I've played a bunch of the other games, but I do need to, to obviously be transparent and let people know that I wasn't, unfortunately, privileged enough to have a Super Nintendo <laughs> when I grew up. I missed out in that era. Um, and I do legit legitimately... I mean, I can't regret it just because my parents didn't buy me one because <laughs> they couldn't afford one. But I do, you know, wish that I had actually played some of these games back then because I think the experience, it would have been completely different. So as an adult that has played all these other games since this came out, my lens is completely different to the lens that you guys have. Um, I, 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 my brain, you know, has to keep reminding myself that this is a game that came out in 1995 and that... Before this, there weren't that many games that achieved a ton of the stuff that maybe this game achieved. Um, you know, subsequently, tons of platforming games, tons of really cool games that came out. But it's really hard for me to 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 put this through the lens of experience, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so I played probably, again, in the interest of transparency, because I try to be open and honest with these things. I probably played about 70% of the game, um, between 70 and 75 Um and I only know that based on the fact that I actually watched the video of the rest of it um, just to see what I missed out in terms of the rest of the levels. So look, I played I played a good chunk of it, like most of it in that sense, mm. um, um, in terms of the ratio. 
Um, and there were parts that I, I enjoyed. There were parts that I think I totally appreciate more so from, from the perspective of how good it was back then in 1995. Can, can I just awesome say, you are being so cautious. <laughs> You're like tiptoeing no, right now. I'm not trying to tiptoe because I'm, I'm really torn about this game because on one hand, I, I see how good it is and I see the elements that I too enjoyed. But on the other hand, I have to admit, I wasn't the biggest fan. And I'm not trying to, you know, I don't want to offend anyone because I know a lot of people think this is one of the greatest games ever. And I actually... There, there are people that don't like these games. So yeah. don't don't yeah, like so, think you're like being contrarian. About no, 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 I'm not trying to... I don't think I'm being contrarian. Um, I, I, think, I, I think after a while... Um, I, I liked it at the start, but after a while, it almost became a chore playing the game, if that makes sense that I just wasn't really into it. I wasn't really into into how unforgiving it is. It's, whoever's, the, it's the bloody sorry. Dark Souls of 1995. Whoever's playing this thing. on our YouTube clip is just abusing the bloody save state system like an arsehole. Just need that to totally that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did... Look, I tried not to use the save state because you guys told me not to use it. Oh, I think look, it was you, Swinney, that said I, don't, don't do no, it. No, I said that, look, I don't think you'll probably appreciate like the, the way that you learn the levels if you... Yeah. If you save state the whole thing, now it's one thing to save state here and there, but I, it was my recommendation. I wasn't trying to no, get. I, th- I thought it was a good recommendation. I, I I did end up using it in a whole bunch of different parts. So, for example, that boss, um, the the flying wasp boss. I oh, know. This person using is. The, we need to start recording our own footage. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're stealing uh, this person's footage and then just calling them out. <laughs> um, but but. But yeah, so look, overall, um, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't the fondest experience. I didn't I didn't think I, I, I didn't like it as much as, as I thought I would. Um, by the way, it could also be that I'm just not huge on side scrolling platformers. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't I mean, I, I grew up with some of that generation, but more Commander Keen, Dangerous Dave, more those kind of games, um, which aren't that much easier in their own right. But um, but. Overall, look, my thoughts are it, it's 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 a very solid game. Oh, and one thing that I remembered is the music. I freaking love the music hmm. to the extent that I actually went and just put it on YouTube while I was doing other shit. Hmm. There's a few tracks that are just absolutely amazing. What are some of your favorite tracks? Uh, I don't know the names of them, but there's one. The one that's by far my favorite was the one in the in the the area where you you tend to fly with the parrot and you've got the the vines with the spikes the sticker brush symphony that's the one it is a freaking amazing track it is such a cool track mm. and what i found really weird <laughs> is how instantly i loved that track mm. um even though i i didn't play the game or i'm i'm almost starting to wonder though if i actually did play this when i was younger just not <laughs> enough or i saw people play it and cuz that music felt nostalgic which is really weird if I've never played the game properly, right? So either I had seen it or the music is so bloody brilliant that it can give you a sense of nostalgia without actually even playing the game originally. I've seen a lot of, not so much these days, but like a lot of YouTube videos and channels, they would like put that as background music. So it's very possible that you've heard some of the stuff from this soundtrack simply because people loved to just chuck it in the background of when they're talking over stuff. One thing I would say though as well is that the Sony audio chip on the SNES is very distinct. And, mm. it, you know, it's it sort of almost like the whole thing is a bit nostalgic when you... It's like when people mm. make new music for, like, Game Boy or NES or, or the SNES. It's, it's very, like... 
iconic or automatically. It's just a it's a good song as well, by the way. Mm. It is. Uh, one, one last one last thoughts before I pass it on to you guys that have obviously played the game back in the day as well is whether I like it or not, I appreciate the design behind it. I appreciate the level design in a lot of instances. I appreciate the way you have to do certain things and memorize certain patterns. So, sorry, I'm, the person what? save scum the target at the end of the level. <laughs> like That is a new level low. Sorry oh, to interrupt. I just couldn't right. believe what I saw in the YouTube clip. But see, this is oh the challenge God. to us, Sweeney, oh, for no. us to record more of our own I know. Play. I just could, I could not believe they just did that. I know, that I, saw, I saw it coming. Scum of the earth. Sorry, not even earth. I would do that. Save scum of the earth. Well, I mean, um, just in terms of like what we think about the game, I had to mm. check what it was, but if you go, it's amazing, it's so long ago now, but if you go to episode 14, Swinney and I cover this game like completely, like do a whole review of it or retro review of it. So that's, that's sort of like part of our thoughts, but like, I love this game. It, it, I'm really glad that, you know, because we did the whole Donkey Kong Country series, Swinney, that I finally got to, you know, play and beat DKC3 because I didn't do that back in the day. Um, and I do miss the overland, overworld structure of DKC3. Like, that is such a cool addition to that game. And it would be sick if they had that in DKC2. And, you know, it is something significant. Like, I could imagine if that was your favourite game, that whole element, how it all sat together with the rest of the game could be a big thing and it's sort of like a bit of a dividing factor between this game and DKC3 but this game is just super nostalgic for me I love it so much I think it holds up it's interesting that you didn't enjoy that as much Mike I don't think you're the biggest platforming person though I'm not and I think nostalgia <laughs> I mean it's a it's like I said it's it's a well-designed game uh, I love I even love the humor in it especially for the grandpa there's very fourth wall breaking stuff that he talks about and I actually listen to this stuff because I found it hilarious but I think there is an element of you had to be there at the right time in your life to to play this kind of a game that I think as an adult with everything else that's around, it's really hard to appreciate it the same way. And I feel like I just, I couldn't do the game justice, if that makes sense. And I'm always disappointed at myself that I couldn't do the game justice because you can clearly tell it's a brilliant game. Mm. How about you, Sweeney? Yeah, look, we spent an hour talking about this, so <laughs> I, um, I really recommend it. Maybe, maybe we'll add it into the the uh, description of this clip on YouTube. But um, look, this game was just such a huge improvement over Donkey Kong Country 1. You know, it had tighter controls. Donkey Kong Country 1 looked good. This game looked amazing. Like, it just stepped it up so much. Like, to just think, like, no SNES games looked like this. It was insane, like, what they did with the hardware. Um, and you mentioned the music, Mike, like not just the songs, which are amazing, probably one of the best soundtracks of all time, mm. uh, easily in my top five, I'd say. Um, just the production, the little things like the crickets chirping in the swamp. And mm. Like when, when you're in the pirate ship in the water inside the pirate ship, the music that sounds like it's, you know, like outside the ship against, like just the production of that is just great. Um, I've, I've mentioned this a little bit when we did our, um, you know, deep dive, but this is one of the first games that I can remember that really made it felt worthwhile to actually hunt down and 100% like the concept of 100% in a game yeah. because the reward was worth it. Unlike something like Mario World where, sure, there's 96 exits, but you don't really get anything for it. Whereas this game, you got extra content. You got secret mm. bosses and endings I, and stuff. I saw all that stuff. It was really cool. And so it's really awesome. Um, 
there's like I don't think this is a perfect game. Like the middle part of the game is probably a little meh for me. Some of the levels, like the fire forest swamp areas, mm. um, that's where some of you know, like to me, this game is all about. It's like the start and the end, but the end is brutal. Like difficulty wise, this game, those last run of like four or five levels are so tough. And so there's a, from a difficulty standpoint, I think you know that the, they needed to smooth that curve a little bit, but. Overall, Donkey Kong Country 2 is one of the best games, especially one of the best 2D platformers I've ever played. Mm. Definitely a strong contender for Game of Summer of the Year 1995. Yeah, I think extremely <laughs> strong contender. Obviously, Mike's going to be a no vote for that, but um, I think a very strong contender. Depends. Maybe the other games are worse. <laughs> but um, the last thing I wanted to say on it, and I don't know if I've heard someone have this take, but I do look at Donkey Kong Country, the three games that came out on SNES, and there's a bit of a parallel to me with the original Star Wars trilogy. So Donkey Kong Country mm. 1 comes out, it, like amazing graphics, things you haven't seen before for what it was in the time it was, and very much like A New Hope, like, holy shit, what is this thing? But when you pull it all apart, it's kind of a bit simplistic. You know, there's some, like, edges to it that need to be smoothed out. Some bad hitboxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then, you know, you go to, like, Donkey Kong Country 3, which I kind of think there's a parallel with uh, Return of the Jedi, where it's, like, much more colourful, much more kind of kiddie, like, very, like, bigger budget, more stuff in it. I'm going to get rid of this B-roll because the save's coming. He's <laughs> even pissing me off now. Um, you know, there's some stuff in it that I don't like, that it's almost, like, a bit, like, cringy. That's very similar to Return of the Jedi. It's almost, like, too kiddie, too colourful. But this, to me, is like Empire, where it's like, it's kind of dark for a kid's game. Like, the theme, the art, the style of this game, uh, Diddy's Conquest, it's like very dark and gritty. The music's awesome, and very much like Empire to me, which is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Very gritty, very kind of like, uh, like all the way through it. Um, but yeah, like, I love this game so much. For me personally, it could easily be the number one game of 1995. Now that I've played Earthbound and Chrono Trigger. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see with the determination in about a month's time, I think it is now, Swinney. Yeah, and the next game mm-hmm. we'll be covering is Yoshi's Island. Ooh. Almost the direct competitor in, in terms of debate it to is. Donkey Kong Country. Um I'm really looking forward to playing through it again this week. So. Have we ever covered that on the show? No. Wow, interesting. Because Yoshi's Island, you know, just for people for next week, yeah, that's like one of Swinney and my favorite games of all time. Like, that game is amazing. Yeah, we'll cover it then. Like, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff mm. there. All right, well, our final segment, and we're all very excited about this. We thought a very special episode 69, and Mike is a big fan of uh the theme of this week i am <laughs> no. it only happens once baby I'll so we gotta it. Well, this is our only 69 so of our life yeah. so let's uh let's jump only into it 169 go mike Why do you even have a 69 go mike go mike this is your people. this is this whoa, is your okay, time right, it's your right, element right, come right, on right, go okay, rush. Right, right. so i i am taking a very very nostalgic trip back to my glory days of being a 10 year old <laughs> playing a game called sextress now, what is Sextris for the uninitiated amongst us? It's basically Tetris. I mean, it is Tetris. It plays like Tetris because it is Tetris. It's the Tetris rules. It's the tre- Tetris gameplay, Tetris look and feel, but with a twist. And the twist is every time you get a line, 
And this is mostly for people who can't see the screen right now because they're listening to the audio podcast that we have. So every time you get a line, it reveals a bit of an image. Now, what is that image, you might ask, given that <laughs> it's called Sextress? Hmm, I wonder. It's very, very softcore, Playboy-esque style imagery. <laughs> so, Mike, can now, I ask, where, yeah. where can you play this fabled Sextress? You can actually play it. And when, when did it come out? <laughs> okay, wait, so, wait, before so, you so go let, on, before you yeah. go on, can I also say, if, if you're no longer finding the YouTube channel, you know the reason <laughs> if you're listening That's... to the audio <laughs> podcast. Probably and the second thing is, I don't condone this. I'm not involved in any of this. This is all Mike and Swinney. So continue on, Mike. Continue on. Yeah, it was, it was our crazy idea. So, so the game came out uh, for PC back in 1992. <laughs> back in 1992. Well, that's, Good that, that is, that's 30 years ago when you think about it. This came out 30 freaking years ago. And let's face it, this, this, this completely altered the direction of my life in such a fundamental way that I think no game has ever has done that since, or obviously before that. It, it, it had a huge impact on my life. So quite a few episodes ago, we did a whole feature on our childhood memories of, of playing games. And of course, Sex just came off the mic, so... It did. Well, look, honestly, Seminal. Look, I, all jokes aside, it absolutely is. It's impossible <laughs> for a 10-year-old a not to play a game like this and just be wowed. So while you guys were playing Donkey Kong, it I was playing this, basically. It wasn't out yet, but, you know, give or take about the same timeline. Now, so so this game can, only came out on, on I PC, like, I think. I feel like there's got to be some joke about some monkeys spanking. <laughs> Like Probably Donkey is actually. Kong, well, Kong. actually, if you were, oh, no, I won't dox you. That's all right. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, All right. So, so let, let, let me quickly give a bit of background about this game. So, it came out in '92, so 30 years ago. Um, it, it as far as I'm ago. aware, oh my God. 30 years ago, exactly yeah, 30 wow, years wow, ago. Wow. Yeah. As far as I'm so aware, so you're 40 it, then, based on your maths. Yeah, go on. Uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, about that actually. Wow, damn. Well, I didn't, I didn't play it at the time. I wasn't actually. Does that mean I was even younger when I played this? <laughs> go on, go on. Holy mo... No, see, I would have played it in like 94, 95, I reckon. <laughs> and can I just say, I for this. the people who are like monitoring our our YouTube page and get a ban our channel, we've put these sensor bars over. There's nothing below them. We're just doing it as a joke. There actually they're isn't all, really they're anything. They're all PC that is, images. That first, is actually... That's no joke. Yeah. Yeah, the that's, first that's, one actually does. No, 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 it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Doesn't no, I mean it doesn't? But no, le- legit, there is actually nothing joke. under this. There isn't. It's a joke. You can play the game. You can so you can play this game um, on online. You can download it for DOSBox because it's part of a lot of abandoned web websites. Can you buy it from like GOG or something? Nah, no, okay. you can I'm play it. In, you can play it in browser. Like you, 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 you played it in the browser. Yeah, a lot of the footage that I took here. This is actually my gameplay. So please don't critique my capabilities. Like they're off. If you actually but, Google sextresses, what actually shows up a lot is there's like a SNES hack. That's like yeah. a version of columns it's a different where kind of game. Yeah, where the actual pieces are bodies yeah. themselves, and it's like some hentai game. No, oh, this is the so. the the definitive sextress now. <laughs> Uh, the there was actually the there was actually a pauntress as well. <laughs> oh no! Which all I can say is, as a kid, being what eight or whenever the hell I played this game originally, <laughs> it it didn't make sense at first. Like this made sense. I get it. I'm like, all right, I get that they're <laughs> skittly clad women, and even though I'm only ten or eight or whatever the hell I was at the time, did he stop mentioning age, please? I feel compelled 
to 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 play this. So you understand know, the, cons- something innate. the conceit of the game, whereas Pontrus is too far. Whereas Pontrus is like, what the hell is this? What are these people doing? And that concept was a bit foreign to me at the time. Yeah, because you're a child. You're a child. Super foreign. But I was a child, child, right? Not much older than uh, my son, which is very scary but, and creepy. But I still actually do remember even Pontrus. Because Pontrus was animated. This okay. wasn't. Pontrus actually animated. We didn't, we didn't authorize you talking about Pontrus. So, okay. like anyway, the, like, let, let's go back to this. Oh let's God. go back to this. So, so this, this game, as far as I'm aware, only... <laughs> ever came out in uh, in the Spanish language, which is why you see puntos, which I'm assuming means well, well, okay, let's not. And, and nivel, <laughs> which means level. Um, and and it was done. It was created by by two dudes, as far as I'm aware. Uh, programming by Inigo Ayo um, and graphics by Carlos Bolosa. Bolosa? Yeah, Bolosa. Now, I don't want to dox anyone or. or get anything involved well, I don't think just gonna... names out there, well because you can find this information <laughs> on the page for the game anywhere sure, um, sure, sure. now <clears throat> I did a little bit of digging and um, Inigo Ayo I hope I pronounced that right and I b- didn't butcher his name uh, I would love to meet this guy one day because he needs to realize he's had a massive influence on my life. Uh, he has more than probably any other develop- game developer ever when I think about it. So, Mike, uh, with your resolution that you didn't do last year of making a game, you should have made a remaster. I should have just made a remaster of this. See, I would if I didn't worry about licensing and all that shit. Uh, but I guess <laughs> it's for personal use, who gives a licensing. shit? Uh so so uh so so anyway so 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 this guy based on the research that i've done was a developer prior to this was a developer after that however the graphics person i couldn't find any references other than it's a brand name like a fashion designer or like a fashion store or something in in spain as well i think um which is interesting and it got me thinking is that the same person that they kind of pivot from being into graphic design for a game like this to opening up their own business in fashion or something they're, they're for such a Probably weird coincidence for such a weird game like concept there is a shockingly little amount of information out there about this i know game. right it's it's really fascinating but here are some uh, a couple more interesting little tidbits about the game so um well well first of all when, when it comes to the game itself if you're actually watching this um on, on youtube it plays exactly like Tetris, with a very slight twist in the sense that once you hit, and it doesn't show it in this properly, but once you hit a certain level, it makes the game a bit more difficult by introducing um, extra pre-made lines. So at one point, you basically get a grid of of lines that only really line pieces can go through. So you, it, it gets more difficult. And then the speed increases, and it's, you know, it's a typical... It gets harder, but not just harder because it's faster, but harder because of the the extra challenge that it introduces. Um, one thing that I found pretty funny though is you can actually uh, you can actually put in the cheat command to be able to just view the images, um, <laughs> which blew me away because as a kid I would sit there for hours and hours and hours <laughs> trying to bloody go through the whole thing, and it got ridiculously hard at the end. Because I, I have a feeling, I don't know if this was designed for a 286 and I had a 386 and it probably ran slightly <laughs> faster than it was supposed not, to run. Your PC not optimized So it was for even sextress. harder. It was over-optimized for Sextress. So it was running even faster than it was supposed to run. But as a kid, I'm like, I'm determined to see all the titties in the world and I'm going to bloody whoa, see calm this. Down, calm and down. Anyway. So he's talking so, about Sextress, let's be real. Pulled, pulled. I am talking about Sextress. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to get the whole channel taken and, down for this. Now, anyway, so they had this cheat thing and it said that in order to view them, it said you must be... Because, I don't know, they're assuming that as a kid you, you can't actually play the game. 
Although it gets ever so slightly more explicit, if you could call it that, in the later stages of the game. Again, super tame. Really, really tame by today's standards. Um, but it says you have to be 21 to run this program. And to verify your age, you've got to answer three simple questions. Oh, can we, can we question... do the quiz? Can we do the quiz? Yeah, okay, okay. You guys can do the quiz. So yeah. question number one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it verbatim. Who did sing Sergeant Pepper? Was it one? <laughs> I was not born then. Was it two? Abba. Was it three? The Beatles. Or was it four? Elvis Presley. It's oh, Elvis. 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 It's got to be Elvis. That's easy. Definitely Elvis. We fail. That's we it. Fail. We're, we're not 21. See, no, we're not 21. The images now. Okay, let's assume you did actually pass that though, and you got onto question two. Which company does Bill Gates boss? <laughs> <laughs> obviously awesome. at the at the time these guys were not native english speakers can so we, if we ever get merged can we get like one that's a sexist <laughs> on the on the back which of it company does bill gates boss which company does bill gates boss what, what are the what are the options, <laughs> Man, what should, options imagine if we, imagine if this actually did get some traction and there's a resurgence in tetris and a resurgence uh, in what, what are oh the options okay, so option number one ibm option number two microsoft yeah Option number three, digital. Microsoft, that's a that's a good name for this kind of game. It kind of is, actually. Uh, maybe Microsoft should be buying this game. Uh, or option number four, Compaq. Compaq, that's a name I've not heard in a long time. I know. Do they Are they exist? still around? Yeah, I don't, don't know. know. Incidentally, a... incidentally, my 486 was a Compaq. I, so I think Bill Gates boss Microsoft. Yeah, I think so, too. You reckon? Did we get that right? Are yeah. you sure you want to What's the last game? question? Okay. Number three. How was your first time? No. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> wait, wait. Was how, it one? How is there a definitive answer for this? <laughs> well, because I, I actually don't know because I didn't try getting the wrong answer. But number one, <laughs> don't remember. Number two, haven't got one yet. Number three, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. And number four, none of your business. <laughs> what? Is this real? 100% real if you try to yeah. sell some. Oh, and man. by the way, the answer for that one, well, at least the answer that, that gets you what you want to get to is <laughs> for none of your business. Um, none of your so, business was the answer. Well, that's. I don't know if, if some of the other answers also do it, Maybe it's but I'm pretty images. sure that's probably the answer, you, the answer you want. So uh, can I just say Compaq was acquired by HP uh-huh. in 20, 2002 for $25 billion. There you go. 25 and billion. The Whoa. brand remained used by HP for lower end systems until 2013. <laughs> what, wow. an so 20, what an insult. It's like yeah. We use it for lower end. Damn. Well, well, isn't that what happened with Nokia and all that? Stuff? Yeah, that's so, true. Um, but yeah, so, so 2013 was with the death of Compaq. Okay. There you go. Now, so 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 a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra you know digging that I did um, of, of a couple of interesting little things. Can I also Diving, say um, this is the most work you've ever done for the podcast? Probably is the most work I've done for the podcast. You should see the work I did after this research. So oh, no. one of the one of the th- actually you probably shouldn't see that. So one of the things that was was oh, interesting is they used a lot of um, a lot of images that I assume they got from from Playboy magazines or something. Oh really? Um, hmm. And I think it is the case because it happens to be that the very first image um, uh, of... And it, it has the, the name of the, the ladies on each level. And the name is Vanna, V-A-N-N-A. 
Um, so I'm like, okay, I wonder if like oh, I God. could research a bit about this and whether it's real <laughs> yeah, for thing, research for, it's for real the podcast. This is a well-known fact, by the way, to But this is a well-known fact, and it's actually quite fascinating. Well, so, it's not a well-known fact, by the way, right? I understand that well, you guys know it. That doesn't mean it's a well-known no, fact. I'm saying a well-known fact if you know of the existence of this game. So yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. So so, Vanna turns out to be Vanna White, who's an American television personality. That is the hostess of Wheel of Fortune. Still and to she, this day. Still to this day, from 1982. Whoa. So, while she was hosting Wheel of Fortune, as far as I'm aware, she went on to do some shots for Playboy, and one of those images happened to appear in this game. So, Vanna White has indirectly, without knowing anything, affected this 80-year-old kid <laughs> on oh, the complete God. other side of the planet... Why not even watching Wheel of Fortune? I don't know. I just think the interconnection... It, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I feel like... Well, I do. I feel like... It, I feel like the interconnection between people... And, and it's almost like a... But, it's, it's the butterfly effect, right? <laughs> there is no way in hell when Vanna White went to do that Playboy <laughs> shoot... There is no way in hell that one of the thoughts in a million years crossed her mind where she went, Oh, man, I wonder if, like, this poor kid... On the other side of the planet, in some freaking communist nation, through this medium of video gaming, will see my titties one day, and it will completely influence <laughs> right. the rest of his life. You, you can't like, use that word again. <laughs> we're, we're, okay, I will try. We're Can you beat it? No, no, I can't. Okay, so, so really, like, it just astounds me. I think it's amazing. Uh, to, I, I want to reach out to this lady, and oh yeah, I'm sure she'd love but that. But I don't really want to bring up the past because apparently she's not very happy with the fact that she did those shots <laughs> from the articles that I've been reading. I don't even know if she knows that she's in this game, though, to be honest. So, other than yeah, this like I, I guarantee you she wouldn't know that she's in in this game. So we probably shouldn't bring that up. Uh, when, when we happen to interview her on <laughs> well, we happen to bring her on the on, on and, the show, and we also put her in the video because she's the first. Person. Well, she actually is the first one. Yeah, shit. Because I'm anyways, playing the game so, right now. So look, I I think and, and one thing that I would say is from from uh from the perspective of a Tetris game. I think it has. It's a very good Tetris game. I the, I, I challenge you on that. No, I don't, the I images think... aside, no, I I love it because it's a very pure Tetris game. Ironically, I think it's you know what janky. I mean. I know it doesn't seem like a pure game in that perspective. It's pure than no, any Tetris. No, it's Tetris. janky because I played it. If you play it through the browser, it's janky. If you actually play it on a machine, it it runs fine. It, oh, okay. it's just, as long it's, as it's, it's a two eight six, not a three eight six. Yeah, be careful with that. You, especially if you've got the turbo button on. Oh, you screwed. So. I like we're judging the quality of Sextress's gameplay right now. Why not? Well, here's the here's the catch, though, right? While you're playing the game, you don't have time to, especially when what, on the oh, no, no, you don't no, even no, have time no, no. to look. All right, where where you don't where, even where, have time to look. You have to close. focus on the game. You have to focus on the proper game. You do get you do get at the very end, which is now. It it does pause the game until you press another button, which is good. So you do get some time to actually. Enjoy <laughs> the spoils of your your gaming, <laughs> but but it's certainly not. You play the game because it's Tetris. I think you really play. The I don't game think you play it because it's Tetris. It's a bad I version think, of Tetris. I would well, say at the time on DOS in 1992, this was, was probably good. this was probably the only version of Tetris that a lot of people had because they shared it around. You know, probably. Yeah, how did you I'm get sure a copy of this? So I had. I'm going to dub him in now. So my mom was having an affair with this dude. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? And 
that dude gave me a whole bunch of games, shareware games on on a um on, on, on I actually don't discs. know the story about you. What? Yeah, I thought I told you the story. I don't and think so. I think I, hey, I really like the guy. I actually still Mike, speak to him to Mike, this day. Do you by the really way, want to speak to him to this day? Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. What? Uh, Did your dad do you... know about this? No, and I hope he doesn't find out. All right, right, right. Oh, baby, Mike, why are you telling this <laughs> story? Why are you podcast? Well, I don't know because it's what it is. So, <laughs> what? yeah, so I still speak to the guy to this day. I got nothing against him. If anything, <laughs> my God, he influenced me quite strongly for the rest of my life. Oh, Mike. Uh, and he's a really nice guy. He's a really, really nice guy. Well, he's a great guy. So, he, gave, he gave a child a porn game. It's well, great. it was Fantastic. a different era, man. It was a different era. A different era. I, don't even, I don't even think he knew it was on there, to be honest. Oh, so okay, I, shouldn't, that's, that's, I shouldn't blame him like that's that. It's not like he came and goes, hey, man, let's check this shit out. No, that's he, he a bit different. That. I'll, I'll I don't remember that, that happening. That. I think it was more, here's a bunch of games that happened to be one of the games. That's different. I opened it. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then you're searching for the dodgiest game possible. Obviously. So yeah, so look, wow. I want to hear your thoughts, Winnie, because I think you read a bit about this as well. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 I tried to like look up any trivia and literally the only thing I could find was like, I think you mentioned it potentially the Twitter account of the, the guy who programmed it. But yeah, I reckon, I reckon the that's only him. reason, like other than it being named the same is because people were tweeting at him about sextras. So, oh, yeah, no, but also because, because his, his... No, no, but if you looked at... Uh, oh, look, I don't want to dox the poor guy. Um, but well, it's, it's, he, said, he said it's, his it's, name. It's, it's public oh, information. It's yeah, public then, information. That's doxing in a way, though. Sometimes well, it is public. Doxing is the point no of... No one's like, going to watch this video. And if it does, you know what? <laughs> Kudos to him for creating one of the greatest games of all time. Um, I greatest think, games of all time. I think he... The, the guy is, is a game developer and he was a game developer and a programmer before this. And honestly, I would love to buy the guy a coffee one day. I would love to go to Spain, which I assume is where it's from because the game is Spanish. And one of my life goals now is to buy this guy a coffee. <laughs> Why should you not? If I ever go to Spain, I'm going to hunt him down and I'm going to buy him a coffee and talk to him about this game. <laughs> Yeah, he completely corrupted an eight-year-old kid or whatever the hell age yeah, I'm I was. Yeah, sure he'd be fan- he'd be pleased so much. Whatever, I turned out alright, I think. <laughs> Kinda. Anyway, so do you have do you have any other any other any other thoughts on this, Winnie? From from anything no, else you read about? No, no. I was I was just saying, could you rearrange his name and it's like a pseudonym for some real person? Is. But I, no, 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 I think it doesn't doesn't come real, off anything real, interesting. We're gonna like so the thing is like it's like my kid, right? He's growing up in an era where he knows there's the internet. He knows things are permanent. He mm. knows, like, if he takes a photo or sends a message, that's never going away, right? Mm. The unfortunate thing for everyone else, who like us, who was born in an era where we didn't know that, people yep. did shit and were like, ah, I'll just fucking do this. Who cares? No one's ever going to see this. Yep. You know? And now I'll the internet has discovered everything. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. so, I, you know, that's where I kind of feel bad for some of these people. And that's why I would never chase them down because it's like, they're probably just thinking, oh, look, this is a paycheck, move on, pays the rent for one month. And then, you know, I move on with my life. And it's and, haunted him forever, you know? So it's like, Well, shit. haunted, I don't know. Has it haunted? Because I, I, don't know. I, I, don't know I have feels about genuine it. appreciation for this guy. Like, I genuinely would love to meet this guy. It's not, but I mean, it, same, think- same as the artist that, that did it. But you think, like, if, you know, if he goes to work for a company or something, then, you know, they do a bit of research on him. Like, definitely could harm you. Like, yeah, the like PC- now. Yeah, yeah could. Yeah. The people are a bunch of prudes, but... But the PC... It's different it's era, man. The PC, the PC gaming space, like, in DOS gaming, like, such a wild west. Oh, the, yeah. Wild west, Like, yeah. the amount of, like, there's stuff that I've, like, 
vaguely remember someone's like oh he's a bunch of shareware games and it's just dodgy crap on there yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it's just because anyone could really do anything and all it all it took was almost like the internet it was like viral before viral was a thing you know like it physically it got shared around to people but so. i feel like this isn't even when you when you actually really think about it, this isn't even that bad the images aren't that explicit no i've played through like a stack of levels they're pretty yeah. they're even really back in really the day tame, they're man. really tame even for back in the day they're extremely tame yeah. i mean some of the stuff that was especially if you were in germany and shit and and i have first an <laughs> experience from going into some of those shops again when i was probably a little too young uh, because Germany was pretty wow. liberal with that kind of stuff. Like, they would let kids go into adult stores and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're accompanied they're still, by an adult. No, they're still very liberal with that stuff. Yeah, like, which, by the way, like honestly, us. man, again, look, I, I'm not defending this or anything. I am glad I grew up in that era. I'm glad I grew up in an era where people weren't as prudish about this kind of shit, where you can make funny games like this. It was a good experience, I think, overall. I, I have no regrets. There's like nothing that I, I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't turn back time. I don't go, oh my God, I shouldn't have had these experiences as a kid. Hell no, I think it's freaking awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's, oh, we're just talking about uh, sex drugs. You know, <laughs> playing the other day. Wow. What the, a, wheel, the wheels what are completely falling off the show. What a way to finish. What a way to finish. <laughs> well, I just wanted to quickly I mention, uh, I just finally died in sex drugs. tonight. <clears throat> um... <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to get the pieces to line up. Um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to mention, because you brought it up, but that mm. was awesome back in the day. Like, we're all old. So I still remember going to PC swap meets. That's what they mm. used to run. Mm. And it's like, there's nothing like that today. Nothing at all. It was almost like Reddit in person. Like, that's the way I'd mm. always think about it. It was, yeah. Because you go yeah. to every different store and you could bring like... Uh, what are they? I've even freaking forgot floppy disks, right? You can hmm. bring your own floppy disks and just like copy games. People go, hey, pay pay a dollar and I'll copy like Doom onto your floppy disk. Let, <laughs> like, let me let right, me whip out let me whip out my zip drive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was really really cool, man, and it was like very hobbyist. Like people yeah. would bring stuff in their cars and just have it in their like Ford Falcon boot. And like you know, They're grassroots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just those I mean, grassroots sextra shareware dealers, you know. So yeah, like I kind of miss that element. Like you know, obviously there's other things that are so much easier, faster, better, etc. But there is that that kind of cool human connection that you'd have with people back in that day. So. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there's there's a certain there, there is, and maybe we're old farts, but oh, there are. is a certain charm in 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 the rawness of some of these things <laughs> and the fact that oh, I, I didn't mean it as a pun i swear to god i just mean I, the there, there's something the really cool about uh, so, so if i equate this if i equate this to say for example back when i had my um so i, I had a, a 1973 toyota Celica, right yeah and uh, i bought it for 200 bucks and one day I flipped the hood and you could you knew every single piece. Yeah, I could yeah, probably yeah. tear that car apart with, with not that much knowledge about mechanics. Especially nowadays with YouTube tutorials and shit, which is a bit different. And I could rebuild it. I could like rebuild the engine probably from scratch if I had to. You open up the hood of my car now and you're like, what the f- is that Dude, you like what you, is that you, component you, and you can't do it anyway because you, you need a computer yeah. to be able to turn it on exactly. and off and activate it and authorize a part like you yeah. put a new part in you have to authorize the part so how, yeah. how do we get here from from <laughs> well honestly all i can say is that that i appreciate <laughs> a lot of the the conveniences of modern society and everything i just think it's lost some of its 
I don't even like what's the word for it? It's charm. I it's, get it. It's you want to go back realness. to the, the simpler days when eight year olds can play sex tricks. Exactly. <laughs> on a three eight six. Is it too much to ask too for? Fast. Is it too much to ask for? Jesus. Thinking that my son is like halfway there to that age, I'm like, I do not want him to play sex tricks. I want to have this conversation again when he is eight. No. And, but no. here here's here's the here's the the, cra- the scary part on a serious mm. note. <laughs> back back then, other than coming across your dad's porn stash, which I also did, the 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 <laughs> access to this kind of stuff was way more restricted. There yeah, was no yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. That's true. The that's internet true. didn't really. I mean, okay, in nineteen ninety two, it kind of existed, but not really, and only certain people had access to it. I yeah, not like this. Not like internet. now with the phone. It's a way later. Now it's literally your kid can pick up the bloody phone and go to the most extreme hardcore stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do, they and they do. do. To me, yeah. that's way scarier. Yeah, than yeah, that's true. You that's might true. come that's across true. a random yeah, game yeah. that's super yeah, yeah, tame, yeah. super duper tame by by today's standards yeah. on a floppy disk. Like that's that, that, yeah, yeah. those those way less than. If what that's it is the question today. you're asking me, of course I prefer that. Although, like you know, you lose so much if you lose the internet, but like that element because we have a lot of neighbors and they're all different ages, and hmm. it's so crazy. It's like these girls are like 11 years old, and people are like sending them stuff Nuts. it's like what this is so bad like how the hell is this yep. happening like and now i kind of understand a bit more why like apple although i don't agree with it apple's like blocking people even sending their own photos out and stuff like that like hmm. monitoring your phone um but yeah it's pretty because I don't know. it's I'm impossible about to control it. some of that stuff as a parent you just can't yeah. like unless you monitor literally you sit next to your kid 24-7, you can't monitor all of this. Oh, uh, yeah, stuff. but you don't, like, an eight-year-old shouldn't have their own phone, or in my view, at least. Well, you can argue that, that stuff, as well, but, but a lot of parents kind of do it because they, little Johnny's being annoying. Just, yeah, yeah. There you go, take well, the yeah, iPad, take the phone, and leave me alone for yeah. a bit. But one thing I wanted yeah. to mention is that, because of my experience with these kind of games, just quickly, and then we'll wrap mm. up, is, like, because we all, you know, like, this was back in Footscray, right? And we'd always go for, like, Chinese New Year... Because they'd have like arcades and everything like that. And there was like these super dodgy ones. It was like pachinko machines for kids. These are all mm. for kids, right? And then they would also have the coin games where you're like, you got to throw in coins. And there's like hundreds of Australian dollar coins in the machine. And we'd try to shake it and try to win the coins, more coins you put in. And then they would have these column games, right? And I'm like, what are these columns games? And then I'd go check it out. And it's like sex stress. Like mm. the more you beat, like, and this is just in public. Yeah. Honestly, 100% for kids, right? <laughs> and they would set these machines up and all these kids are playing it and they're like eight-year-olds but in public. Yeah, but look, man, I, I, <laughs> look, I, I'm not one to, to have, uh, have... I mean, I can have an opinion on this, but I don't have my own kids, so I can't, I can't really take it with a grain of salt. I just think <laughs> as a society and especially the way we treat kids, way too freaking sheltered. Sure, sure. When you sure. look at history and when you look at, at, at the g- development and growth cycle of a kid, historically, our <laughs> kids are, like, ridiculously sheltered nowadays. Ridiculously sheltered. And I, I don't know. I, th- I think, look, whatever. It is what it is. I don't really give a shit. I don't have kids at the moment yet. That you know well, of, I, maybe well, if I, That I know of. Uh, if I had kids, <laughs> would I be as, as, as tight about it as... No. I reckon I wouldn't. To no, be you wouldn't. Like, I don't think I would. I wouldn't of... just give them porn mags like here's my dad free... did. Here's my a dad free did copy to of... us at my birthday. But... Here's a free copy <laughs> yeah, of Sex right. I've somehow put onto the analog pocket for you. And I've hacked it with more hardcore porn. I probably would do that. <laughs> there you go, Johnny. I put some Daddy, I'm only Johnny. four. <laughs> you gotta learn eventually. <laughs> Johnny. You gotta name your kid Johnny if you ever have a kid. 
Okay, I'll name him Johnny. I'll name her Johnny as well. If it's little Johnny. Either uh, way, I think, it's going to be uh, Little Johnny. Thank that, you, Mike. Yes, thank I you, appreciate Mike. that. Retro. Thanks for letting me have the segment. That was one that of was, my favorite segments fun. of the show. Is Welcome okay. back to the show. 69 episode run. It might be the last episode. YouTube might <laughs> eliminate our channel, but that's okay. But it was worth it. I think we'll have to have a serious debate about clipping the show. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Uh, oh, next God. week, our fourth game of summer of the year. We're getting through them. Nominee is Yoshi's Island. Mm, fuck yeah. And then Swinny. Pachinko games in that. Must review. Must review. I'm putting the onus on him. Uh, RPG Golf Legend. <laughs> no, it's RP Golf. <laughs> it's RPG Golf. <laughs> and then update the tier list as well, right, Swinny? Yeah, be up, updating the te- we'd be updating it with a new color. Which for a new tier developer. list? What's the name of the, what tier list? It's uh, thou who shall not be named. Oh, yeah. damn it! Failed again. Can't you just say episode? <laughs> what was it? Sixty-eight. I can't actually remember. I think it was sixty-eight. Was sixty-seven point five? I can't remember. I'm very confused by what you're saying right now. The episode I'm number. Not... We had it had a proper episode number. That oh, sixty-seven point yeah, five. Yes, sixty-seven point five. There you go. That's yes. where you can check. The, That's how the you can RPG, the RPG tier list of though thou shall not be named. All right. Well, the rails are truly off the show. It's uh, a time to say goodbye. Bye bye. Adios. Catch you later. Bye.